What's up, man? Welcome back, everyone. Episode 107. I got to wow. change it here in my, <laughs> in my notes. 107 of the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. We are brought to you by Black Belt Digital Marketing. Anything you need to build your business on or offline, a website design, Google Ads, graphic design, printing, we can absolutely help. Check us out at Black Belt Digital Marketing on IG or our website, bbdigitalmarketing.com. You can request a free review of your entire online presence today. Uh, I am Milton Campus. I don't have to look at my notes for that yeah, part. <laughs> you are. I'm a brown belt training out of South Florida. Yeah, how's it going? That's uh, Miguel. Miguel, yeah. Riding shotgun. That's right, training out of Western Florida. Out of Western Florida. That's right, at Henzo's. Both hey, behind the camera. What's cooking? Say hello to the people. Not training yet. <laughs> oh, people. <laughs> There's a podcast that does that. Hello. Say hello to the peoples. Hi, peoples. Uh, hello, peoples. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to like, comment, share, and click that subscribe button. We'd bing, really bing, appreciate bing, the support. Oh, wait. Smash that like <laughs> button. Yeah. Right now, we said it's like now it's it's a subscribe button. Can we start it? It automatically one? clicks yeah. the bell for you, and you can like unclick yeah. it or like change what it's going to do. But now it's all like back to subscribe. Yeah. And you get the notification. What were you going to say? I was going to say, you know how people <laughs> say smash that like button? Yeah. We should say like obliterate or something. By the way, Destroy that I, like I watched. Annihilate. Annihilate. That's a good one. I, uh, Justin, one of my training partners, Justin, uh-huh. he ha- he sent me the link to Mr. Beast. Yeah. On Lex Freeman's podcast. Yeah. So I watched that. Did you, did you see that? Do you I've watch? seen everything Mr. Beast has done. Do you watch him on Lex? On Lex everything everything yeah. includes that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Jesus, you said everything he's done. That's Lex is done. That's, okay. He's done. Right. He was there. All right, smarter. <laughs> I was even going to go there. Um, so I hadn't really, uh, and, mm. and I started watching that. It interests me because Justin was like, "Oh, there's some cool stuff about like podcasts and and marketing." And then I know you've been like telling I me to that. watch him. Yeah, so uh-huh. I, so so I was like, okay, let, you know okay, this all like comes right together. Now? And while I'm watching it, I'm on my phone, like pulling up. I had it on yeah. my my TV in the living room, and then I'm I'm pulling up videos. Bro, and, you know what and this feels like right now? What's that? This feels like I'm your wife, <laughs> and I've been telling you some shit, and then you you bring me something. I watched it, but I wouldn't have yeah, watched it. Your boy it. told you, and then no. you did. he sent you a link. I, I watched link. it. Because he mentioned, and when he said Mr. Beast, I'm like, oh, Miguel told me about that guy. I have to listen. Do you know how many people tell me to watch a podcast or send me a link to stuff? I don't know. I mean, to the jujitsu dummy stuff, like I get it all the time, so I can't watch everything. For sure, But it's when he said it, I was like, oh, Miguel told me about Mr. Beast, and I'm I'm going to listen to this podcast because of Miguel. I'm your BJJ. Not just because of Justin. Thank you, Justin. I'm (laughs) your So it was was really cool, and I'm understanding who he is. Jesus, the stuff that he's talking about, like spending hundreds of thousands of dollars millions. just to get no, like millions. developed. No, oh, just you're talking to about, develop yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, the thumbnail yep. that goes on the YouTube video. He like, usually does three or four, and then they choose from them. And if they uh, don't behave well, then they put another one up. They'll yeah, they change it. Yeah, no, it's uh, I'm I was amazed to understand. I was amazed to see some of the videos, and then amazed to see. Yeah, him talking about it, what goes podcast, into them. He talks about like his personal life, like his relationship, and he has that girlfriend and how hyper motivated she is, and yeah. how they read when they're on vacation together. Just like yeah. this dude's on another, level. like kind of like always learning, always learning on always learning. another level. That's yeah. I I I'm gonna. He's like I'm the David Goggins more. of YouTube. Yeah, he doesn't sleep. That's all he does. Reinvest everything back into that. Is he the num? Is number one? number one? Number one. Number one. There's nobody better. Yeah. Number one, everything in earnings and dollars. Every, he's everything. making like food now, and no, he's been a philanthropist. Like a he has 
No, but it's not like a, like they did yeah. like a pop up burger joint. Yeah. And now they're actual burger joints. Yeah, you could no, you could order them on Uber Eats. They did. He delivers the packages to like McDonald's and Burger Kings and stuff like that. You go and order a Beast Burger right now and deliver it here because he gives his stuff to restaurants. They have the components to make the Beast Burger and they give it to you in his packaging. Oh, I didn't know that. I Adam, thought it was he's like, like a FPL. I thought he was like you go actually to Walmart. Um, he does. He has a couple of his standalone restaurants. I think he has a quesadilla spot okay. or something like that. Okay. And then, but he's also like. He has a food bank in North Your Carolina. Your kids are super into him too, right? You're, yeah, you're I'm into the guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the dude's like, he's he's it, it, extremely smart, and and he's like giving you insight, and he seems like a genuinely. I'm good giving guy. away t-shirts and coffee mugs, and he's giving away ten thousand dollars. He gave away an island. Yeah, right? that was for the one millionth, one millionth uh like, episode. Uh, Watch the episode; it's great. Yeah. And the way they give the one island millionth idea. episode or like one millionth one, subscriber or no, something. Yeah, subscriber. Yeah, subscriber. Like you, if you were the millionth subscriber, subscriber. That's fucking. Crazy. No, he he chose anywhere a, a hundred, from hundred millionth. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Because he's in the hundred millions of subscribers, and I think what he did is he chose anybody who was a subscriber. They just randomly picked whichever number oh, subscriber okay. you were. They just okay. picked names. Oh, wow. all right. Yeah. So let's talk about some jujitsu. Joining us today is black belt. Uh, well, hey, we got to fly. Black Belt and Striking Wizard Charlie Vinch. He's going to be joining us in just a little bit. Um, a, a few quick shout-outs. Uh, thank you to Flow and Roll. Sean, you're awesome. We appreciate you. What up, Sean? Um, I wonder if he knows what's up? when I say that. Yeah, they, they, he listens. He listens. No, be, where it's from. Uh, it's oh, it's from, uh, when I when I say what up, Sean, it's oh. from um, from an album that I listen to. Oh, I thought you were going to say like Friday Logic? or something. What no. up, Sean? Well, I could work no. for that too. Yeah, it's more logic. Um, let me and instead of just reading what I normally read, let me just say that number one, appreciate all the support. Yep. Um, incredible gear. Yep. I now have like my three favorite rash guards are the leg locker, mm-hmm. a couple of his other you know flow and roll stuff. I'm, we're going to be getting the the piece of jujitsu soon. We're closing out that. Uh, we've that. closed out that that uh, that pre order, but incredible gear. And what I'd really like to say, other, yeah, you can go on his site and you can buy cool stuff. That's great. The pre-order program is where I really like to focus because I think there are a lot of gyms out there that think that they can't afford gear or f- afford good gear and they're still just going overseas. You know, mm-hmm. these random, I don't know if you get them now, like the random like, hey, do you need gear for your gym? And it's like yeah. from Pakistan and from, from yeah. India. Like, Sean has done the research. He's you know, taking the the hits, he's got incredible gear, high quality, designs are awesome. I wash and dry I'm that see, stuff. It, it doesn't shrink. It doesn't get ruined. It doesn't get the fuzzies. But yeah, you don't get the, the you don't get the uh, the fuzzies, but you also don't get like sometimes you get oh where the, like, the, the rip the meshes the, apart like well the, I was gonna say the velcro okay. like the velcro doesn't work anymore okay. or the Velcro with the plastic side of the Velcro yeah. like scratches the other parts mm-hmm. of the shorts and it gets all ruined yeah. and faded. Never. I still, I the have material, all, I have all of my Nogi and, and uh, shorts and tops. I have everything that he's ever given us and most of them still look yeah. like brand new. Like you couldn't tell. If you put up a brand new one, maybe you could tell, but I mean, like I, I pull them up and they're I'm high quality. Like, they, they look good. The, it, the gear is incredible. And I always say, don't believe us. Go online. I challenge any gym owner, go online, look at his stuff. He posts pictures of all the gyms that he works with and all the geese. 
You can ask any one of those clients what they think about the gear. And I don't think one per. I've never heard anybody say anything bad about any of his gear. And it's great when I watch events and like, Floral, you know, or I, I see somebody post a video that he doesn't even know is out, and I'm like, I tag him like, yeah, Floral, and then I repost it. But um, not only has he given us a lot of support, again, his his stuff is awesome. But check him out for his pre-order program. You're a new gym owner, or you've had your gym for ten years. You can order from him, little money out of pocket. He'll get your stuff directly to your students and give you the equipment that you need, the the yeah. the kits that you need for your gym, so you have stuff in stock. And very little out of pocket. Talk to him about what that program does. I don't want to get into the all the ins and outs of it, but he can explain it better than anybody. It is a great way to get your gear for your gym. And then you've got really cool gear that actually like professional, you know, yeah. guy high level guys are wearing on the mats. True that, yeah. So go check them out at flow underscore and underscore roll on IG. You can visit the website flowandroll.com. You can also email at flowandroll at gmail.com. So if you just want to reach out, toss them a DM. Um, and then if you, yeah, if you if you order anything on the website, you get twenty percent off with code JJG. So we definitely recommend uh, they check out his stuff. You know, the belts, geese, patches, yeah, keychains. He's always down here at the New Breeds and yeah. Coral Springs. I, you can buy I get cool jujitsu dummy mugs if you want to. No, not, not there. the mugs. No, it's a shirt. Don't <laughs> he you? says a shirt, just the, the shirt. Yeah, that's right. We have our shirts, our our podcast shirt on his site. Uh, thank you to the BJJ box. Thank you, Tony, for all your support as well. Uh, the BJJ box is Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box delivered to your door filled with premium Jiu-Jitsu and grappling That's apparel, right. equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. They find the best products in the world of Jiu-Jitsu and guarantee that every box will be worth more than the actual cost. Okay? Each box includes four to seven items you're going to love. Use code JJD10 for $10 off your first order. I have a meeting with him tomorrow, actually. We, we set up yep. a meeting. Uh, this will air before that uh, or after that. Uh, but we have a meeting tomorrow. Hopefully get a new box in the mail pretty soon. We're just going to catch up. Uh, love talking to him just about business. He's a, yeah, he's there. Love bouncing ideas off of each other and like things that we've been yeah. through and stuff like that. Just talk about our experiences. It's good to like talk to another jujitsu business owner. So that's really, uh, he's really cool. Uh, shout out to Neutral Zone. Oh, got him. <laughs> got him. <laughs> got that bug. I'll put him in the mug. That's right. I'm done. <laughs> And we'll flush them later. Put, put them down the sink. This is not Thank an animal-friendly <laughs> episode. <Yeah. laughs> Got him. A fly was a fly was hurt <laughs> during the production of this. Shout out to NutraZone CBD. No matter if your aches and pains are coming from lifting weights at the gym, rolling on the mats, or just the daily grind of life, NutraZone has a product for you. Find your NutraZone by finding the best products for your pain wellness, so you can continue your active lifestyle. Check them out at NeutralZoneCBD.com and get 25% off with code JJD. There you go. That's right. Um, That's all I have for today. We're ready to rock and roll. Let's get this guy on. Let's do this. Yeah. Ready, Bo? All right. All right. Let's get Charlie in here, man. always (laughs) ready. Let's do this. Hey. All right. Welcome, Charlie. How you doing? Good. How about yourself? We're doing good, man. We're doing good. Thank you for doing this. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. Let's uh, let's dive in. I mean, there's a lot to talk about. We can go all over the place here. Let's uh, let's give everybody a quick background. Let's uh, tell everybody uh, you are a jiu-jitsu black belt, but you've also trained in, in multiple disciplines. Let's let's get your resume. So Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt under the infamous McGlarice brothers from Philadelphia. 
Infamous, huh? They're infamous? They're infamous. <laughs> I think they are. I mean, these are some of the OGs from the East Coast. Yeah. You know, Steve Very Maxwell cool. was Dirty Dozen. And these are oh, some yeah? of the first guys to ever think with Steve Maxwell. Yeah. So Steve Maxwell is from Philadelphia. He's one of the first 12 people ever to receive a black belt in America. All right. And he was the guy that brought jujitsu to Philadelphia before Henzo was in New York. Really? So we're, we're going yeah. back. Yeah. We're going back 40, 40 years, maybe even more. Wow. Guys used to travel from Connecticut and Virginia to Philadelphia to train with Steve Maxwell. I didn't think there was any jujitsu around before I found it. I thought I, was, uh... I, thought I found it. <laughs> like, hey, everybody, look at this jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, you were there. <laughs> and uh, I did, I did Jeet uh, Kune Do like 20 years ago. I did Kali. I did Silat. I did shoot wrestling. I did some Jeez. gi jujitsu. And then I did some no gi jujitsu and some wrestling. Jeez. Got it in. I man. don't know if my, my body could take all that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like fun to me. I would have, I would have been like in for like a year. Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, right. That's the, over the span of how, that's over the span of, of how long. I mean, were, are you know chaining all these disciplines at the same time, or did you go from one find another carry over? Mm -hmm. You know, your boxing into kickboxing and and you know wrestling into to MMA. So the the first guy I trained with, his name is Rick Tucci. I think he goes by Guru Rick Tucci, and I want to say I think this dude was totally ahead of his time. When it comes to mixing martial arts into being one, what we would call now mixed martial arts. Yeah. So I'm f almost 40. I started training with him when I was 13 or 14. So that was a very long time ago. Yeah. And that, that long ago, you know, 20 plus years ago, this guy was already a blue belt 25 years ago under one of the Machados. I think it was Hegan. He was uh, an instructor under Eric Paulson. He was a Muay Thai practitioner under Arjun Chai, who was the guy that brought Muay Thai to America. And then he was also under uh, Dan Inesanto, who was Bruce Lee's first disciple or name. one of yep. his first uh, instructors. So and, all and actually, like in some in some of his art. movies too, did, wasn't he also? Did, would he be like a like a coordinator on the set, or or did he actually like also appear in some of the movies? Inesanto. He did appear, I believe it was, in um, Enter the Dragon okay. on one of the floors. Dan was, um, I forget which guy he was. Obviously, he wasn't uh, Hakeem Abdul-Jabbar. He wasn't him, yeah. but he was another <laughs> and guy. He wasn't, and he wasn't Chuck floors. Norris? <laughs> it's not Chuck Norris. Yeah. No, he was the dude. I think he had, like, size or he had, like, but, sticks or something. But, so yeah, your professor was, was at instructor. that level? That was your professor? Your first one? That was my first ever martial arts instructor, Rick Tucci, who studied under Dan Inosanto directly in California back in like the 70s or the 80s or whatever wow. it was. Side note. So my favorite video right now, one of my one of my favorite videos is the Chuck Norris Bruce Lee scene. When they change the music. And they change the music yeah. and they put on some like romantic music yeah. and they're taking off their keys. <laughs> it changes it changes the scene for sure. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Had to get it in. So that's okay. I, I really enjoy that kind of stuff too, man. <laughs> it's what, yeah. what I see is like I don't even know the songs, so, but it's 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 hilarious. So I I forgot how like not appropriate for children some of these movies were. <laughs> And I was and I was at home with my kids, and I was like, "Y'all gotta watch this Bruce Lee movie real quick." <laughs> and I turn it on, and it's like ten minutes in, and they're in like some opium den or something, oh, okay. and I'm just like, yeah, I was like uh, "Yeah, we're gonna watch something else." 
<laughs> they won't know what that is yet. And you they know what? It didn't dawn on me until afterwards. I think what's it called? Uh, I think Eddie Bravo has a similar story where he was showing his son enter the dragon and he forgot about like the whole prostitution part. <laughs> Daddy, what's a prostitute? Yeah, exactly. You get that. And All right. Like, Let's get around. back on track. Go ahead, Charlie. Sorry about that. Listen, I got kids. Yeah. I, to- I can totally relate. And yeah. whatever they hear at home, they they stay at school. So yeah, yeah, be, yeah. be careful. Same. I was watching Bruce so, Lee and prostitutes last night. Yo, and my kids get up, and not, it wasn't like when we got up in the morning. We're about the same age. I'm 38, right? When I got up in uh-huh. the morning, it was what was on in the morning, like cartoon. Like I didn't have Netflix. One day, we we wake up, my wife and I, or whatever, and we're on Netflix, and we start looking down. It's like recently watched Jaws one, two, and three, and we're like. The kids were. <laughs> they, my son, my son watched all three. <laughs> really? Yeah, and he like I quizzed him. He wasn't lying. Yeah, like, really? and he loves them. Yeah, he's like, buy wow. me a Jaws shirt. <laughs> Let's go ahead, Charlie. Again, I'm sorry. We'll get back on track. No, all good. All good. I enjoy it. I have kids. I totally understand. Yeah. So Rick was uh, again. I think he was really ahead of his time because the thing he would tell us when when I first signed up there 25 years ago, however long it was is he said, you need to use no way as a way. You can't be one discipline and think that it's going to work. You should be well-rounded immediately. And uh, I I didn't know any better. You know, imagine you're 14 years old and you're walking into a martial arts place 25 years ago. I'm thinking it's karate because I'm watching Karate Kid and all these other, I don't even know what jujitsu is. I have no idea. I have no idea what as my mom would call it, Muay She thought it was Muay Thai. It was like, <laughs> it wasn't Muay Thai, it was Muay Thai. Makes sense. So, you know, I didn't know what Muay Thai or I didn't know what any of this stuff. So, so I was like, all right, this is a curriculum. So he had a curriculum where it was, you know, each day was three different martial arts. And if you were signed up, I guess it was two or three days a week that you could come. You could do all the different martial arts. And being a kid that my mom couldn't bring me there five days a week, I would go two days a week or whatever it was, and I would stay for a three-hour block or a two-hour block and do all of the martial arts. So That's I so was pra- technically practicing all of the martial arts at a young age. Okay. You know, all right, right so away. You, okay, so yeah, I asked before. I'm thinking that they're like you're training back-to-back, but yeah, yeah. you're actually doing them at the same time. That's very yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, huh? traditional jiu-jitsu schools right now are like that. Like, my school has gi, no gi, and then we practice no gi with strikes, there's a striking class. Yeah. There's a wrestling class. You know, so it's like you're getting. I, I, I just, I mean, that's, I just think that's the way that it's going to be yeah. going forward. Yeah. Um, that's fighting, man. Yeah, I mean, it's MMA. I mean, you got to, yeah. all these arguments online right now. Who's this guy, Tate? The, the guy that's locked he, up. He's arrested. Tate? What's his name? Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. Sorry. Andrew Tate? Yeah, yeah, yeah it is, it is, it is Andrew, Andrew Tate. Tate. Yeah. Andrew Tate. Andy. Um, you know, when he, when he, he shit all over. Jiu-jitsu oh, ju- recently. Jiu-jitsu is not going to walk on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not going to work right. in a street fight. Yeah. But you know what? There's a, I mean, I guess there's always going to be that argument, but part of the argument is, is like you hear somebody trains jiu-jitsu. A lot of people are also training other things. You know, when you say like my first school had an MMA class, it just meant we were putting our striking together with our jiu-jitsu. That was the MMA class. So we right. had mostly jiu-jitsu, mm-hmm. gi and no gi jiu-jitsu. Two days a week, we did Muay Thai. The second hour was MMA, which meant we were now going to, yeah. we had our, our smaller gloves on, grappling And you had gloves, Muay Thai. And, and we, yeah, and we would kickbox and do Muay Thai, and we took it to the ground, our sparring, we went to the ground, and we continued with our jiu-jitsu. Yeah. I, 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 I love that. I don't have that in my school now. I'm in a, like, all jiu-jitsu school, 
but I I do miss that a little bit. At the same time, I you know, at fifty, I'm not so interested in being knocked in the head, you know, by guys <laughs> half my age or even even yeah. younger. So I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot. That was you know that was my start. But you know, I think that that is the way that it's got to be. You 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 own a gym. You're a gym owner, and that's the yeah. way you're doing it, right? You've, you're you're teaching everything, correct? Yep. Tell us a little yeah, bit about your gym. Do. Tell tell everybody where it is and and tell us about it. Sure. So my gym is in Ewing, New Jersey, and I have a little bit of everything at my gym, but we predominantly focus on grappling and and striking. But we do mix it up. We do what's called like Street Week. Uh, Rick calls it Street Week. Street Week. And we incorporate we incorporate the MMA gloves into an MMA you know combatives class, right? Gracie Jiu Jitsu one on one combatives class. Yeah. And uh, we we do it all. So the, the I'm going to tell I you, you, my- should, you, you might need to trademark that because that's a pretty smart, like catchy name to be street like, week? like have a street week curriculum and then like help other schools with it. We don't air for a week. Get on that. Do you guys, <laughs> yeah. follow, do you guys follow Rick on Instagram? Uh, Rick Paulson. Uh, his name's uh, uh, Ricardo Miglarese. It's uh, his name is the animal animal Miglarese. Let me say, F- follow him on I Instagram. probably do guys check him out. He has amazing content and he posts all about street week and all kinds of stuff all yeah. the time what'd you say uh, ricardo yeah. put adam put animal animal animal, <laughs> animal the name the, the last name sounds yeah yeah I, I, he popped right up oh i know what he he's the one that's always filming in the street i see exactly. him like he's like uh he'll be like he'll do he'll like come across some bouncer i don't know how it gets set up but He'll be like talking to bouncers or something and show them how to like do stuff right on the sidewalks. Is New, is that New York City? Uh, that's in Philadelphia. Oh, Philadelphia. Okay, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. I, yeah, uh, yeah. I I probably always just see animal uh black uh animal, animal black, black belt. belt. Yeah, that's. What I don't. Did. I probably never even saw his name to be honest until now. But I've yeah, only seen him. his reels, but I don't follow him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna follow him right now. That's dope. So this. So so tell me about him. How so he, he, he does a ton of street week. Yeah. He does. He does a lot of uh, incorporation of MMA. You know, like all the stuff that you do in your jujitsu class. How's it going to apply now to like if you get in a real fight? Yeah. So he'll put us in different situations. Like he'll put you up against the wall. He'll put you in the headlock, and then like you have to get out and that wall. You know, basically it. like an MMA class. Yeah. Yeah. The wall changes it. Like, I we like have, that. We have a padded wall. I and- like that. Um, I think that you should understand the type of gym that you're in, right? Some gyms are ju- are sport jiu-jitsu and you're teaching sport jiu-jitsu right. like Nick, Nick Salas, Salas, right? Yeah. And, 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 uh, Danny, Freestyle. and Danny Freestyle. Yeah. They talk about it. They're very honest. With in their, Jersey too. We are, <laughs> we are a sport jiu-jitsu academy. If you're coming in here because you got attacked and you want to learn how to, you know, protect yourself while you walk into your car at the mall, like we're yeah. not the right place for you. Like he, his example was like, we're starting on our backs today. Like we're going to start with yeah. like, whatever Z guard or whatever. And uh, he's like, we're not the, the right place for you. I'd rather tell you now than you start and then go, yeah, this isn't for me. Uh, I don't think that everybody's that honest about jujitsu. And then some people that, that don't do both or more sports jujitsu will be like, no, but look, then you, this is how you use it. But if you don't put somebody into that real life scenario, you'd never really, your mind has to wrap yourself around it. Yeah. You might, you know, uh, like your instincts might kick in when you're in a certain position, but I think that you need to work those positions, you know, standing, getting attacked, being pushed against the wall. And yeah. you, you guys use the wall at your gym, right? We're allowed to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. I, I think that that's, that's smart for somebody that's looking, you know, again, 
Are you looking for sport jujitsu? Are you looking to you know be a champ and, and do certain things and you want to make money doing this? Are you doing it for yourself, self defense? Are you doing it for the like me? I'm doing yeah. it for the camaraderie, the the exercise, you know, the the stress relief. You know, everybody's different, but I I think that a lot of people don't understand that when they first come in and then they're like, well, this might not be the right place for me. And then they, you know, they start jumping around trying to find the right place. But sometimes it takes a, you know, a few months, at least in an academy to understand, to, Oh, wait a minute. The culture, the culture of the gym. Oh, there's, Oh, there's other, Oh, I should be at that place because I want to be a fighter or, Oh, so you don't do fighting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe I should go to another place. So, but you're doing Mm -hmm. all those things. I've heard you talk about your gym. You know, tell everybody the type of gym that, you know, out of what I just said there, tell us about the type of gym and, and, and your students, what you're training. That's a, that's a great question. And to elaborate on what you said before, that we are in such a unique time in martial arts where, you know, like Danny and his gym. And I know Danny. I, I knew Danny before he even trained jujitsu. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, used to train at the same, we used to train at the same gym together, NPR Endurance. I used to be the Muay Thai instructor there, and he was like a wipeout. He was just starting out. But I think we're such in a unique time right now in martial arts where you can be so niched out and still do well in business because there's so much attention on jujitsu or martial arts in general that everybody now can just pick and choose. Like, do you want to do just sport gi jujitsu? Well, there's probably a place for it. Like, do you want to do just strictly self-defense? There's probably a place for it. Do you want to be more of like in a hobbyist kind of place? There's probably a place for it. So we're really in a unique time right now that people don't have to go to one gym and go, well, now I just got to make it work here unless you live in the middle of nowhere, you know? So I think we're in a really cool time right now. Uh, and my gym, the things that we, we concentrate on or the things that our, our avatar is or the people who we mainly cater to are uh, people who are like above 30 that want to come in and they get a good sweat in are, are hobbyists. We don't train people for ADCC. I've sent people away from my place to go train at other places who wanted to be ADCC champions or people who wanted to be the next, you know, uh, top level MMA fighter you know, locally. I can help them in the beginning because they don't know anything. I can build their base really good. But once they reach a certain point, they'll need to head out. Uh, and then also kids. We focus on kids. That That is a huge part of our member base. So hobbyists and kids. Uh, yeah. And then we'll do two tournaments per year where everybody does them. And, you know, it's something that we do competitively. It's not like we don't actively try to win. Like we really put our heart and soul into it um, for our kids and our adults. But it's not something that we solely concentrate on. Yeah, gotcha. You know, there's one other... We've been talking about this a lot. We've had a lot of police officers on. My dad was a cop, so I love talking about it. Um, there's that There's that side. There's jujitsu for restraining, you know, you're, you're somebody that you're trying to arrest, getting the handcuffs on. I love watching that style. I mean, that's a whole nother world of, you know, essentially doing jujitsu with a resisting um, opponent or, you know, yeah. Um, I'm not a cop. So I hate I hate using those terms like I was a cop or something. But you're you're trying to arrest somebody, and it's not about breaking an arm, you know, choking them out. It's I got to get his arms behind. I got to subdue him, get his arms behind his back, get him to calm down, and then put the cuffs on him. You know, I essentially kind of maybe have to give up a little bit of my control. Like I'm such a like, you know, sm- smash a guy, hold him down, like you know. 
beat the air out of him a little bit, right? And they, like they get frustrated. Mm-hmm. Well, now that cop's got to like now take his hands away from the neck, away from a position, and now get the cuffs on them, maybe by himself. And like uh, Jiu-Jitsu 5.0 does, you know, they he does lots of videos where he's showing you how to use Jiu-Jitsu with an, with a partner. You know, against uh, against somebody you're trying to get the handcuffs on. Which uh, I, I mean, two, that's two like a one. whole nother yeah, side yeah. of of jujitsu. Is that a? Could you just have a kind of cops only jujitsu? No, but I think a lot of schools could have those classes. A lot of schools would have a lot of cops these days. They're already I mean, training. Yeah, with people just you know shouting from the rooftops like the Gracies about you know jujitsu for police officers. I, I think there's that mm-hmm. whole other element that that's a class that can bring in you know even more students. And I guess. You know, some gyms will do like, okay, free for first responders, things like that. But there's a whole nother like level to this jujitsu that we're not even thinking about as hobbyists or practitioners or, you know, people that want to do tournaments. There's that side. There's that. It's a whole different jujitsu. So I kind of, I, I love watching the jujitsu 5.0 stuff. It's just like, oh shit. I didn't even think about like, oh, I'd be there. Do that. I watched somebody lock up like somebody's yeah. le- arms with his legs from the back the other day. I'm like, I wouldn't have even thought about that. Yeah. You, I could just submit somebody from there, and he's gonna hold his arms so that he can you get his cuffs out and like, cuff him. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, obviously, we love jujitsu, um, so I, 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 I just I love that other side. That there's this whole other piece that even all of us who talk about all this stuff don't even realize. There's this whole other thing uh, going you're on missing, over here. You're you know? missing out on literally the best jujitsu that is out right now that I love. Car jujitsu. <laughs> oh man, I love it. That is wild. I love it, yo. It. it I've seen it from the That's beginning. That's not what I thought you were gonna say. I've seen it from the beginning, and there's strategy now. Like these guys are getting good. So like now the first move, because you know you start like this. Yeah. The first move is to block your seatbelt so they can't unbuckle. No, you block, block their, their seatbelt, seat yeah. and then you unbuckle yourself. Like because yeah. they both start with the thing. So yeah. the move is like who beats the other person to the seatbelt. I saw one the other day where it's like it looks like getting to the back of the car is the move. Yeah. So that you, if you, you do yeah, what you said, you but choke. get to the back of the car. But that's and then the first choke. fight. Get to the back seat. So now that you've got the seat between you and you're trying to choke them over the Dude, seat. Dude, the like, one that take I take their back, but literally from the back of the seat. Best sub I saw wow. was guy blocks his seatbelt. Guy freaks out, goes to grab, do hand fighting with the seatbelt. With the other hand, he reaches over, grabs his seatbelt, loosens it, and wraps it around his neck and chokes him. <laughs> I was like, get out. That was premeditated. I thought he was going to say combat jiu-jitsu. No. <laughs> he went a whole other freaking route. <laughs> Thank you to Feito IT and AV. Specializing in commercial and residential automation, security cameras, CCTV, POS, and more. Check them out at feitoitav.com or call 305-428-428. 2515 and let them know the dummy sent you. Thank you to Neutral Zone CBD, a combat family-owned company that supports athletes and the people who love them. Neutral Zone strives to deliver clean CBD products for sports recovery in gummies, lotions, balms, roll-ons, and more. After a competition, a hard rolling session, or a tough day on the job, Neutral Zone has a product designed to help you reduce inflammation, increase cell rejuvenation, and may even help with aging joints. Visit NeutralZoneCBD.com and get 25% off your order with code JJD. And follow them on Instagram too, at MyNeutralZone. Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box has now joined the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. The BJJ box is delivered to your door filled with premium jiu-jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. 
The crew at the BJJ Box find the best in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee every box to be worth more than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items you're going to love. Visit thebjjbox.com and use code JJD10 to get $10 off your very first box. And give them a follow on Instagram at thebjjbox. Special thank you to the crew over at Flow and Roll for all their support. Flow and Roll is renowned for their incredible nogi rash guards, shorts, and leggings. Flow and Roll has quickly become the premier custom apparel provider for academies big and small throughout the United States. Reach out today to discuss your custom order and ask about their incredible pre-order program. You can send an email to flowenroll at gmail.com or visit their Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll and shoot them a direct message. And yes, they can create an awesome custom gi for your academy as well. Visit flowandroll.com to check out their awesome designs and while you're there, pick up a jujitsu dummy signature tee exclusively at flowandroll.com. And remember, you'll get 20% off your purchase of t-shirts, rash guards, or gis with code JJD. So how, so in this world, I mean, obviously it served you well. Um, I'm going to, let's assume, you know, you're, you're building a, a gym, uh, doing it that way. Um, what do you say to, to some of these gyms that, you know, no, you got to compete to get a belt because they're out there. I think there's few, fewer and fewer because more people are embracing the hobbyist. But for gyms that, hey, you've got to compete if you want to get a belt promotion or, or you just got to compete. This is a competition gym. What, what do you think about like those setups? Do you have an Open opinion? up a can of worms here. No, no, no. I'll answer. You're welcome. For sure. Of course. No, let's no, no. Some, these are, let's get some highlight reels going here. Come on. These are interesting topics that I think everybody wants to know about. I don't think there's one answer that everybody's going to like, but I'll give you my my opinion. So as far as, you know, if you go to a place and you have to compete in order to get a belt, I think that that is so dependent on the person. So, like, let's say, for instance, you know, I'm – um, I'm 50 or I'm my age, whatever. I'm an, I'm an older person. I'm not 20 years old. Hey, 50's not Maybe old. I have a couple. Yeah. 50's not old. What are you trying to, what's going on? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're, you know, you're, you're older than 20. Okay. okay there you go. Got okay. Kids. I'll take it. You're, you're not in the best of shape. You've never and, done again, any I, kind I, of. Person, <laughs> I, I feel personally attacked here, Charlie. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. I won't interrupt you again. <laughs> you, you've, done none of the, you've done none of those things. And now you go to this jujitsu place and this, th- th- this instructor, you know, you like barely make it through the warmups and you're like, this is like the hardest thing I ever did in my life, but I'm having fun. And he goes, you know, in order to get your next belt, you got to compete. And you might be thinking, wait, hold on. Th- that's not what I signed up for. I don't even know if I have confidence in myself yet. To let you want me to compete. So I think that competition should always be something that you choose yourself and that your instructor should never force you to do. And I learned that from Phil. Phil told me that Helson Gracie, who is his, his instructor told him, you know, don't ever compete for me. Do it for you. Yeah. Don't ever compete for me. Do it for you. And, and Phil and Rick are like that too. Don't ever compete for us. Do it for you. So I think an, a more of an open discussion on it of like having a gym, if it competition is your thing, you know, you should, you could, you could do it like, Hey, we encourage competition, but you don't have to do it, but know that we'll get you ready for it. And in order to get a belt here, we're grading it on competition. 
Uh, and it goes back to the original thing that I said. We're in such a unique market now that people could just be like, well, I don't want to go there. I could go somewhere else. Yeah. I think that the, the person who's running the gym, it's it's their choice. Um, and if they want to make it like that, cool. And if you don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with it either. Because the people who, the arguments that we have in the jiu-jitsu community of, you know, you have to compete or sport jiu-jitsu works in street fights or it doesn't work or... A lot of these arguments are from people who are in their 20s. It's not from guys in their 60s. It's not from guys in their 50s. It's not from guys who have, you know, went through the gauntlets of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu their whole life. It's usually young guys who are in shape, who are massively athletic, who think that they can get on a podium and tell the 10-year-old how they should run their life and the 50-year-old and the 6-year-old how they should do their life, and they should be living just like they are. It's yeah. harder go home. Yeah. I, I, I think have, that's unfair. I think that I, I wish, and, and I think we're getting there. So I, I like when the gym's a little bit more open about the style, like we said about like Nick and, and, and Danny. Like they're honest about this. This is the type of jiu you're getting here. And I think that because more people know, I think it's better for a gym to be a little bit more honest about that. Right. If 100%. you're open about it. Again, look, I, I own a business, and I'd rather I turn clients away. I'd be like, yeah, we, we're not the right fit for you. It's it, we're not going to be able to accomplish what you want. You're going to pay me for two months, and then you're going to cancel, and you're going to blame me. I already know that I can't get you to what you're looking for. I can do this, I can do this for you, but I can't. You know, I might not be able to meet these expectations, with a lot of time are unrealistic. So I'm 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 able to walk away and so say, we're not the right place for you. But I could recommend yeah. a place or, you know, you. this is what I think that you should do. And if you want to follow that, I could do that for you. But a mm-hmm. lot of times I think gyms are just like, they, you know, you want, they want the one, the hundred or 200 bucks a month. And it's just like, let me bring them in, even if it's only for a few months. I, I mean, think, Craig Jones is letting people yeah. in the B team. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You could just go there now. Yeah, right. He says, don't ask to come. Not that. Don't no, message I mean, me to come train. Yeah, just, just come train. train. And just then come. he, but he also has like, uh, he's posted stuff about just like, hey, the six o'clock class is for people that do this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Five, yeah, <laughs> five, yeah. He's like five o'clock class. They want to get away from their wives. Those are the <laughs> See, I mean like that honesty. I, I but, think but good. he has, he was saying his real schedule, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. just making it, he was just being himself. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. like I said, man, we're just, there's gym culture now. I think yeah. that's what's happening. It's refined. And anytime anything gets this refined, you're going to have extremists. On both yeah. ends. Yeah. You're going to have like the one where it's like my favorite, jujitsu cardio. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have the one that's like pohada every day. Yeah. Oh, you left your arm out. I'm going to tweak your elbow. Yeah. They rip Kimuras. I mean, like- I, I know even in my gym, I mean, we're hearing it online and I'm hearing it in my own gym. You know, the whole like, don't win, you know, you're not here to win practice. Right. Um, we have a place we ha- for you. We happen to have, a, yeah, right. There, there's always a place. Um, we happen to have right now. We have a lot of big guys, what big white belts, guys that are probably over thirty, overweight. Uh, they're there to get in shape, but then they roll really, really hard. You know, they think that they have to roll hard. Um, we don't do the whole like wait three months before you roll. I te- mm-hmm. I take it upon myself. If anybody, these guys know. If they listen, they know that I do this. I'll, especially if I see them rolling hard or getting reprimanded, like, hey, you got to calm down a little bit. I'll be like, hey, what do you, let, let's work on something. Hey, you know, you know, like, let's work on guard. Like I called Jiu Jitsu 101. I'll be like, hey, let's work on this. Um, let's, uh, you know, 
pass my guard or let's do the move of the day that we just did. Let's, let's practice that. Or at least let's start there. So we're not, you know, you're not fighting to try to take me down. I'm not trying to defend. And you're a big dude and one of us is going to get hurt because you don't know how to handle yourself yet. Who did I, uh, I, I think I was telling my coach the other day because we were joking around. Two, two different people during the week called me gentle. I'm, I'm 240. They called me gentle. And I was just like, did you hear that, coach? Like, they called me gentle because he's always messing with me about, you know, like, me, like being too hard on, like, some of those guys. And I'm like, I it takes just as much effort for me to not put all my weight on somebody. Like, I've, I've gotten good at being able to manage my weight so that I don't crush somebody. Or if I'm mm-hmm. rolling with a female, like, I'm spending just as much time trying not to hurt them as I am defending or trying to advance. So... I, not that I've perfected that, but I don't think that people realize that, again, brown belt, I've been doing this almost nine years. I've, I have to, I know that I have to do that, but I was, was always like that. I was like, kill, 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 you know, right up to purple belt. Like, oh, you know, neutral guy. Oh, this guy. Yeah. They would always give them to me, especially if they were bigger. My coach would be like, look, look what I got you on Amazon prime here. Take this 300 pounder. <laughs> and, uh, and here I, now, you know, again, like I gotta be like, if I just let them do what they would normally do, they're going to freaking try to smash me. And, you know, sometimes this wrestler comes in, you know, he heard about this jujitsu thing, right? And he he knows how to take it down and, and he's rough and he can pass. Good base. But then he doesn't know what to do, you know? And I'm like telling that guy, I'm like, look, let okay, get into my garden. They're like, what? I want to, no, let's, I, I kind of know what I'm doing. No, you don't really know what you're doing and you're going to, one of us <laughs> is going to get hurt. So I don't, yep. I don't, I I watched Keenan Cornelius has been putting out videos lately. I don't know if you, have you guys seen them about things that yeah. that I guess Jiu-jitsu, annoy him. Yeah, stuff that annoys him. Annoys yeah. him yeah. that <laughs> other coaches do, like giving speeches yeah, at the end of the classes and things thing. like yeah, that. I saw that. And and I, I think he talked a little bit about like rolling, like uh, people that roll right away, or uh, he was talking about something. And and I don't, I I agree with some of the stuff that he's saying. Um, well, the last one that I saw was uh, like don't coach. If you're not the coach, don't coach. And he's doing it, and I'm like, I was like, motherfucker, I'm always, I'm always coaching. Ask you a question. But then he, he, like a few minutes into the video, he goes, you know, unless you're a brown belt and you've been there for a while, I'm like, okay, okay, good, right? So yeah, he's not talking about me, but I don't, I'll go out of my way. I, I told the guy the other night, he's newer. Coach reprimanded him, just like I said. And he's just like, dude, you got to calm down a little bit. You're going to hurt somebody. He even showed, he's like, you see that position you were in? If you had your leg to the side and you got kind of stepped, like you got bent over, what do you, what, I don't know if that's, a, what do they call that? Like you yeah. get yeah, freaking, bent back. Pushed you back. get, you, you get yeah. pushed back, right? He's like, if your leg, your leg was here, you were lucky. He pushed you over and you were fighting really hard. He goes, if your leg would have been sticking out, your leg, that was it. You're done. That leg would have popped. That knee would have popped. And then the next role was with me, and I'm like, dude, he's he was like walked over. He's just like, oh, I just got in trouble. I'm like, let's work on a couple of things. Let's just let's work on some of that. Let's figure out some of these things that you don't know how to do. And I find that fun. It's good for me. I'm not trying to win ADCC. I'm not going to be in the next <clears throat> tournament. So that's just as much fun to me as going there and rolling. I love to you know to teach. But he, Keenan Cornelius, was talking about that, and I didn't, I, I wasn't agreeing. I was getting annoyed, and then he goes, oh well, you know. If you're over a brown, oh, unless you're a brown belt and you've been there for a while, and I'm like, okay, then all right, then I'm not, I'm not doing something bad. But I like that part of it, and I think that those guys need that. I think it's our responsibility to remember that it's okay to, to help somebody, especially if they're new, if you've been there for a while. 
You know, it's not necessarily coaching, but hey, tell a guy, hey, listen, why don't we work on this? Or start here so that you're not trying to take me down and one of us is going to pop a knee. You know, I don't know. It's uh, I, I think that some coaches get like, again, if you were following Keenan Cornelius's advice, it's like just shut up and do it. But when there's a bigger class, sometimes a guy needs some help, especially for schools like mine who white belts are rolling pretty early. They're there for a couple of classes and they're rolling. I, how long does somebody have to wait to, to roll? Uh, to train jiu-jitsu and, and roll? So I used to be, I, I've went, I've flipped back and forth on this a lot. So I've had my school for six years. I have a partner now. One of my students actually bought into my school. I'm going to be opening up another one. Cool. So this is going to be his thing. Congrats. So this will be my second school. And uh, I've went back and forth on this a lot. So in the beginning, when I first started out at my schools, it was, you know, you roll second day. And then I noticed retention issues um, were, were definitely affecting that. So then I kind of went the Gracie University route. I was like, all right, we're going to wait, you know, a couple months or whatever it is. And then I also noticed that some people were kind of getting impatient that probably could have rolled earlier than not. And, you know, the retention was kind of better, but not as where I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. So then I came up with this, uh, this plan that I do now, which is it's subjective to who the individual it is, right? Like how much grappling experience do you have? Do you have any grappling experience? And, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm gauging it on like, what did this person do like earlier in their life? Where like, were they, did they sit at a desk for 20 years or did they play football in college and they're like an athlete and they could probably roll a little bit earlier and not have the ego thing that somebody who's never done any kind of sport before have. And I kind of do it on a case by case basis. So to simplify it, I would say two months or so, depending on the individual, yeah. you know, if it's somebody who, again, who's never, ever, ever done martial arts whatsoever, and maybe they're doing this for self-defense and they're, you know, a, a fragile flower. That's the last person I want to stick underneath and, and, you know, and have somebody mount them and then freak out and never come back to jujitsu because that nobody won. Nobody wins there. Yeah. This person didn't learn self-defense. They think that this is how class always is. Uh, they probably got mentally scared and, and they'll never come back. Yeah. And, and nobody you lose, wins. You lose the, training the business partners. doesn't win. Yeah. I think uh, nobody wins. I think that some coaches think, especially younger coaches, because they know how much they love to roll and they go to school. They love open mats. And they're like, oh, we just roll. No instruction today. Just get on the mat and roll. Or <laughs> uh, instruction's over. Like, okay, guys, grab a partner. And they remember that and they forget, like, yeah, that white belt. They think that that new guy has that hunger to roll like they did. Or like they did yeah. when they were maybe in for a few months or, or blue belt to start to advance. I think that... Like, the thought is I might lose them if I don't let them roll, but I don't think so. I, I think it's like, no. I think sometimes they're like, whew, thank God I need to learn a little bit before I yeah. do this. I've, I've had, I've rolled with guys that are like, yeah, I don't really, I'm out. It's if I'm in my school and I, and I start to roll with somebody and I'm like, I've never seen this guy before, or maybe I've seen him, but I haven't rolled with him yet. I'll always I go, how long have you been training? Oh, you know, just a couple of weeks. I'm like, how many times have you rolled? Uh, yes, I rolled for the first time yesterday. I'm like, all right, Jiu-Jitsu 101. Hey, let's work on a couple of things. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. it's it used to be fun for me to smash that guy because, you know, just that was my mentality. I lost mm-hmm. that around purple belt. But now, I'm, I'm, yeah, we don't. 
I'm just gonna smash. I got, I got I'm my, gonna smash you. Let's let's work on something. And I feel like they're so much. They're so appreciative of that. I got my two cents on mm-hmm. this, man. I like I like that approach a lot because I think we we say the same things all the time. I feel like it's. I feel like I see like the repetition in how people behave at certain stages mm-hmm. in their jujitsu yeah. career. Like I'm observant. Like I'm not a brown belt or anything like that. But like I'm a 38 year old guy that trains and loves jujitsu, so I pay attention. And anytime that you want to get better at anything you look at the people who are better so like i'm paying attention right and i noticed that that dynamic approach with people works really well because i feel like those are stages like everybody was spazzy even if they wrestled or yeah. even if they were in the nfl or a hockey player or whatever you know when they you're out for in, a couple of weeks right like you're, yeah. if you're out for a couple of weeks and you come back and you feel spazzy you're like shit man i'm, I'm yeah. yeah this i'm i'm not but, rolling like I you does. have to you have to like it's almost like i feel like a good instructor is like a good parent you know, they, they, when they're, when they're acting like a kid and they need to get reprimanded, they do. If you're seeing that they're trying to grow, you see the good things that they're doing. They're not just being spazzy, you know, then you treat them differently. And yeah. then you slowly, and then I think everybody goes through that phase. So I yeah. think trying to hinder a white belt from being, ah, I think that's a bad thing. Yeah. I think you should just, obviously don't, if you see that they're a, a big mismatch or something like that, and yeah. you know that that kid's like a bull in a china shop. Then you just, I say you let it get it out and you let them just eat that humble pie. Just don't let them roll with the yeah. the accountant or not the because those yeah. guys are deadly as fuck too. <laughs> uh, with like the person who doesn't like to roll hard. Yeah, yeah. You put them with the enforcer, well, with the animal, and you let them, like, let them like, learn by brute force. Like Brendan Brenda McCaffrey said, I, I, like, I love to submit that guy gently. Right? He said that yeah, on the show. Yeah, I get it. He's like, I want to submit that guy, but I want to submit him gently. I want to show him that I'm still going to submit. You're going to go crazy, and I'm going to submit you, and I'm not going to put a lot of effort into it. And I, I, I do like that approach. I think you can have somebody get smashed, and then they learn. But yeah. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with hammers, talking to somebody about like, hey, look, you gotta, you gotta calm down. Yeah, you know, you gotta bring it down a level. Nobody's looking but to kill you does. here. Everybody if does. If you that. hurt me or break me, you don't. You have one less training partner yeah. tomorrow. So I, I don't know. I get, well, we'll defer to the gym owner again. You know how how I, hard it's great. It's it's easy to say it. How hard is it to enforce that? Yeah, right. Or to really to to stick with that rule? Does you know are guys like? Do you have you ever had somebody that's just like, no, but coach, I really want to roll. Like, oh, let me roll. You know, is that happening too? Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So I'll talk about that, and then I'll talk about something that I think we're behind on as a culture in the martial okay. arts industry that other sports are way away above. Sure. So if I'm getting pushed back from somebody, you know, the, Oh, I really want to roll in this, this and that I'll say, okay, no problem. And then I'll tell them exactly this, please. I want you to remember this. Okay. That if you feel like when you, before we even get to a live role, I'll ask them, have you done positional? And if they're like, uh, no, I haven't. I'll say, get a higher colored belt. Uh, a blue, usually a purple, because we have a lot of different belts. I say a purple or above, and ask them to positional only spar with you. And then after another couple of weeks of that, then you can do live rolls. Because honestly, if you're doing a live roll, okay, this is jujitsu. Mm-hmm. All right, and and I'm a black belt, and you're a brown belt, and you guys have been training for a while, right? Yeah. How much of this do you really know in jujitsu? Be honest. Like a dot and. Okay, that, that's yeah. probably, I feel like I know <laughs> that too, and I'm a black belt. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think the white belt knows of this no, in a live yeah. role? Yeah. No. Yeah. Like a, a pin, a pin dot. Yeah. 
So we need to take that pin dot and dice it into 16 pieces and take one part of that pin dot and just have them practice that so they feel good enough to then do another position, another, another, another. So that pin dot becomes a little bit round and then we can build out from there. Yeah. Kind of into jujitsu. Okay. This is where our, our culture of martial arts, we get it wrong. I feel like striking and boxing are a little ahead of us when it comes to training people. Like we're in this martial arts culture where you sign up the first day and you roll live the first day. Have you ever went to a professional boxing gym and had somebody sign up for classes and they spar a professional box? So why is this any different? This is, it's, it's asinine. We think we get a pass for this. This is like, oh, I can skip all the basics. I can just get right to it. But you've, you forgot about all of the basics. You forgot about all of the, the boring shit you need to do in order to get to that spot. You forgot about hitting the heavy bag. You forgot about the jump rope. You forgot about the footwork, which is the shrimping, the drilling, the the positional sparring, the conditioning of just getting your butt. We think we get this password in jujitsu. And I don't know why, but I tell people all the time, like we're so behind on the way that we actually train people. It's, it's backwards. Yeah. I want to, I, I, this is going to sound strange, but I want to just get, take one little thing that you just said there. That's it's been bothering me for a while. Shrimping. Mm-hmm. When we do warm ups, and you got that one guy that just shrimps really, really super fucking fast down the mat. And I just <laughs> want to tell him like, you're not like, they just, you know, they're just going really super fast. I actually thought about this the other day. I'm like, I really think that when you're shrimping, you should do the shrimp where you stay in the same spot. And then you shrimp, but you don't move, right? Because you're not going down the mat. Because that's yeah. really more realistic. Like everybody, you know, you don't have to grab a partner. Everybody get on your back and shrimp in place. And I think that you start to really learn the dynamics of it. When I see these people whip down the mat, I'm just looking at them going like, yeah, man, that's just not not what you're doing. Like I'll, I'll shrimp a little bit faster because if I'm in a line of people that are shrimping fat, I'm like, all right. They just think I'm slow because I'm old where I'm really trying to, you know, get my leg in, keep my, like I staying on my shoulders, not being flat on my back. And then there's some little kid that whips by me. Right. Do do you talk about that? I know it's such a strange, like little specific question, but do you see that? And do you correct that in your gym? We don't do any line warmups. I don't like line warmups. Okay. I don't, I don't think that personally, I don't think they're productive. Okay. Um, I, I heard John talk about it down her a while ago about line warmups. And I was like, we're, we're not doing that anymore. Like I used to do it when we first opened the gym, but Rick and Phil, they've never done line warmups before. Um, <clears throat> but if we do do some warmups, we'll do some like jujitsu specific warmups. And a lot of them are in place. Okay. I love the way talking about shrimps that Shanji teaches shrimping in place and how he does it in different ways. And then he puts it into a flow. It's basically like solo jujitsu, as John would call it. But, you know, Shanji's been doing it for a while. It's movement for jujitsu. You're practicing, you're warming up, doing jujitsu for jujitsu. Yeah, Lovato does that too. I'll do one better. Something that I don't see a lot. Actually, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it at all in jujitsu, and I wish they would do it. I wrestled in high school. And when you would do, you would do line warm-ups, but it was always with your partner. So you, like, you know how they, Mm -hmm. like, pair you up to do drilling? Uh It's like you just pair up for warm-ups, and if you do double legs, you do them all the way down the mat, and the guy's standing in front of you, so you shoot on his legs, you pick him up, you put him down. You shoot on his legs, you pick him up, you put him down. Dude, if we did that for shrimping, 
Like yeah. that would be so much better. Like you just get together and just like shrimp out, shrimp yeah. out, shrimp out. And, and it, it, like it, 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 I went. Remember when we had uh, Talita, Talita Allen yeah, Carter yeah, on, yeah, right? Yeah. She talked about how shrimping was like such a basic thing, and that how people, most people, don't know how. Like she was really talking about fundamentals, but she used shrimping as an example. She went deep, and it, yeah, and and I'm, and again, I go back to, I had a, I would, I would do like uh, find uh, solo drill videos online and do them as workouts, especially during. Uh, COVID and I had blown Cardio out my knees. So, so I had to do some stuff like, <laughs> you love that. So I had to do stuff and I'm like, oh, oh, this is like, I think it was probably the first time I ever shrimped in place. And I was just like, oh, that, and then what, you know, learning like, okay, maybe, you know, connect my elbow and, you know, stay in tight and where should my hands be and be, and staying up on my shoulders and going back and forth and just staying up on my shoulders. I, I'm just, you're not, I'm not, I, I see a lot of people and I, you know, my coach sees this. I'm not shitting on my gym, but anyway, I have an awesome gym and an awesome instructor. Yeah. But when, you know, you got, you know, 20, 30 people on the mat and somebody's shrimping down, you're like, you can't just stop the whole, you know, and, and just show everybody how to, how to shrimp, right? You kind of learned it over time, trial and error. But I do see that and I'm just like, man, you're just, you know, I want to grab them sometimes and be like, look, you're not doing this right. But it's one of those basic things. It's like, hey, it's just part of the warm ups. They don't, they don't realize how when they, really need to use it they're not they don't really know how to shrimp it's so funny how some guys just don't know how to shrimp i mean i've even learned how to shrimp better over the time even at brown belts i'm just like really like getting good at getting my like just a little movement and getting my leg in getting in between somebody and we, just, we do so much z guard stuff at, at my school that we have to we have to know how to shrimp to get into the z guard and and get our leg back in so anyway again i, I know i said it was like such a weird thing but i think it it does go to the larger, like, you need to, you know, run, do your fundamentals. You need to, to really learn. And I, I'm a big advocate of like, yeah, listen, that one, you're not gonna, you could learn a lot in an hour, but like, I've always fed my mind outside of jujitsu, finding videos and studying jujitsu and looking. <clears throat> Was never a big instructional guy, but just like on YouTube, like, I want to find things that like. Hey, th- your leg should be seeing somebody do something differently, and I just see, oh my God, they when they put their hand here, that completely completely changes the the move, right? I like finding those videos. So like I like Brendan McCaffrey, like one one minute jujitsu hacks and Jason Scully stuff with you know fifty five chokes in in five minutes. Like those are the ones that I take to. I hate just watching an instructional. I like to go, oh wow, I do that. Oh, and if I put my foot there now, oh, it's a different move, or I'm going to get better at it. So that's that's how I do it. Do you do you encourage your guys or or discourage from like going on YouTube and learning moves? You know, have you? I'm sure you've in in the times that you've been training as long as you have. I'm sure you've had to have those conversations with people. Uh, I encourage. <clears throat> I think there's a lot to learn from a lot of great people out there, and as long as they can apply it to their jujitsu in a in a, in a good way. I encourage it. I discourage it, or I should say, I would, I tell them to limit it. If it's confusing them on being a jack of all and a master of none. Like if they're like, oh yeah, this week uh, or this class, I'm going to try this. And then they're like, well, I learned this other thing. So I'm going to try this. And like, you can't get good at something trying to master it in three minutes and you practice for another three. You got to, you got to stay consistent with it. So I think keeping open to the idea of obviously learning from other people. But then also knowing like how to how to incorporate it into your learning for long term results. Having having so many disciplines under one roof, do you find it? I'm. Have you you've you've probably been in an all jujitsu gym at some point in your career? Yes, of course. 
how yeah, of course. how difficult do you find it to like have to bring it all together for some people like for the people that really do want to learn MMA and learn like everything and how to put it together that's a whole other test that you know the the traditional jiu-jitsu professor doesn't even have to ever worry about how how difficult is that to help somebody bring it all together especially when they're not looking to be professionals when it's just like the hobbyist and putting it all together coming from the Gracie jiu-jitsu background with Rick and Phil and Helson and the Elio Gracie and the self-defense background, it's actually fairly easy because we do the combatives. Okay. And when you do the combatives, it's like it, it's MMA. Okay. And it's once they get through that, they know the clinch, the hold the, on the ground, somebody's in your guard trying to punch you. So it, it's fairly easy. Okay. To, to be honest, because I, I have the curriculum and I, I know how to implement it. So if somebody's coming to your school, I would, I'm not gonna say mandatory, but if somebody goes to your school, they're learning everything, whether they realize it or not, or whether they want to or not. No, we're, we're teaching you everything. We're teaching you everything that you need to know, and they're going to learn all parts of MMA regardless? So they would be learning the combative part, which okay. would be like, you know, if, okay. if somebody is punching you, but it wouldn't teach you like, okay, how to do hit a takedown, how to hit a single off of the wall yeah. and, and all of those things. When we do do the street week, we'll incorporate some of that stuff like as bonus material. But we're still going over the basics. What do you do when somebody's like has you in the headlock or you're up against the wall and they are trying to punch you? How would you rotate out? And then if our students are like doing kickboxing and jujitsu, now they even have more of a robust kind of uh, toolbox because now they know how to kick properly. They know how to punch properly. They know how to block properly. Never and now they know how to do the ground stuff. <laughs> So let's talk about, you know, you, um, I've got your Instagram up and it says striking wizard. Tell us about that. Man, I've been doing striking now for like over 20 years, more than 20 years. And uh, I feel like I have a real like, like niche for learning different things and being able to pick out stuff like that people can't see. Like I'll watch UFCs with people and I'll watch previous fights with certain people and I'll be like, this is how this person is going to lose tonight. I swear I'll call it. You can ask Phil. I'll like text him 20 minutes before the fight. <laughs> and I'll be like, this guy, this is how this fight is going to end and it will happen. He'd be like, dude, you're like a wizard. Like, how do you, how do you know this stuff? Just from body movements and, and, and seeing what they do. So I have like this knack for striking in MMA and learning how the body moves and can like really pick up on stuff. Did you, did you, did you, you, you fought as well, right? Did you yes. actually get in the cage? Tell yes, us about your experience. How far did you take it? So I just did it locally here. And then after like, I had like my fifth MMA fight. It was a title fight. It was in Atlantic city, New Jersey. You're from long Island, right? I'm from long Island. Wait, you're yeah, from yeah. New York. Yeah. I'm from right, long Island. So Medford, you know, Medford, long Island. All right. So, you know, you know where Atlantic city, New Jersey is, right? Yeah, the yeah. casinos. And yeah. all right. So I had a title fight there. After my title fight, I was going on to, uh, you know, my next fight. And, and basically, I was going to become a professional mixed martial artist. That was my goal. And then I had a hip injury. And I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I had two fake metal hips. I, 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 had them. I have seen it. I've, I've listened to some of your podcasts. Yeah, I heard you talk about it. Yeah. So that kind of like put a stop on everything. And then I became like the instead of the practitioner of implementing the striking, I became the, all right, now how can I show other people the striking? And then it turned into, all right, well, how can I make this part of my life since I can't be a fighter anymore? Do yeah. you think it's, 
I guess for the MMA side, I wouldn't call it a dirty little secret. I'm going to say from the jiu-jitsu side. Do you think there's this dirty little secret about how much we're hurting our bodies with jiu-jitsu? I don't know. I, it's I hard wanna, as a gym. I, I know I'm putting you on the spot as a gym owner, so I, I'm sorry. I, did, I didn't mean to do that, but I think about it a lot. I'm not a gym owner, but I think about it a lot. I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, man. I mean, I'm older. I started when, I'm, when I was older. Damn, I've had a lot of injuries. Um, you know, I'm I'm I walk around with injuries. I have bursitis in my elbow, in my shoulder. I'm getting cortisone shots every three months. Like, this is it's a rough sport. But mm-hmm. I I take that over not knowing how to defend myself and not knowing what I know. And the other benefits of jujitsu. Yeah, I, I for a long time I again like advocate, advocate, advocate. Even when I've gotten hurt, advocate, advocate. Well worth it. And as I get older, I'm like, man. Would I wish some of the pain that I have, and I'm not like to the extreme, but hey, like Ray's getting knee surgery, had knee surgery mm-hmm. today. Like a friend of ours had knee surgery. Like, is it wow. a dirty little secret? Like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm still an advocate for the sport, obviously, but there's sometimes I'm just like, man, I feel bad trying to recruit somebody my age, knowing that, hey, you're gonna, you're gonna hurt yourself one day, or you're gonna be out, or potential. But neck injuries, I mean, uh, you know, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Again, I, I don't feel bad. I, I'm sorry if I'm putting you on the spot as a gym owner to be like, yeah, jiu-jitsu is dangerous. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you show up tomorrow, nobody shows up for class, you know. <laughs> I doubt it. I, I doubt think it, it depends on the individual. <laughs> yeah. Right? I think it depends on the individual. I think, you know, you have to ask yourself, does it out, do, do the benefits outweigh the risk? I think for certain people it does, you know, the mental and physical aspects more so the mental, like, how does it make you feel? And if you didn't have this, you know, and you could extend your joints or I don't know, some other part of your body, another three or four years, would it be worth it to you? And you, you know, you could ask the person that and some people might be like, nah, that ain't worth it. Like, I'll, I'll get the replacement. And my mental health is way more important to me about what I'm gaining from this than, you know, the the downside of it. Invest in um, striker. <clears throat> what's up? I said invest in Striker. What is that? They're like the, the, the robotic surgery company okay. that has all the replacements for like hips okay. and knees and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> and who knows? We, we might have something like that for it's the future. It's so good. No, it, no, they have that like, now. I mean, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that by the time that I'm would, would let's say if the, by the time I would normally have been really banged up that the surgeries are going to have it gone that be, far dude. that I'm going to, I'm going to come out better than I was before. Dude, I talked you know? to 50 yeah. year olds that look like hell. They don't look like you and they've never done shit. Yeah. No, no. Hey, listen, yep. you know, I, I, I asked the question, it, but yeah. at the same time, BJJ I'm an advocate. Guys, I, my answer is dude, the, I would rather do it. Have all my, you have owies. a better quality of life. Yeah. Dude. Screw yeah, that. And, and yeah, being soft. Uh, the, it's no, no, I'm asking <laughs> the question. I'm not saying it for me. I'm saying like, I, I mentally, you're getting I'm healthier. Soft, no, no, I'm saying mentally, <laughs> mentally, I'm healthy, healthier. I wouldn't give this up for the world. I r- mm-hmm. prefer to know what I know for sure with the injuries than to have never done it at all. That That's my answer. But awesome. it does become increasingly hard to recruit somebody, especially I, older people guilt? that I know you when it's guilt? just like I'm sitting there like getting out of a chair going. Ugh, yeah, but what if? And then and then they're like. You're right. I'm like, yeah, you know, jujitsu. Yeah, come down to a training session. You know, th- that's a little difficult. <laughs> Unless he's an old maybe cop, diff- then you got to say, yeah. Maybe different at 20 and 30, you know, but at 50, you know, my 40 plus year old friends are like, yeah, not going to do it, you know? So, I'm the opposite. Yeah. 
What's that? I'm you get everybody. Yeah, let's You're go. like, come on, Grandpa. I'm let's annoying. Go. Let's I'm roll, annoying, Grandpa. Dude. I'm still annoying. <laughs> I'm probably the best guy to have in your gym because all I'm doing is talking about this shit. <laughs> and smashing trial guys. Yeah. yeah, trial guy could get it, especially if I invite him. It's like it's like CrossFit and being vegan. You just can't stop talking about yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> And anytime yeah. anybody has a problem, I'm just like, jujitsu fixes that. Bro. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm still yeah. like that. I'm still like that. You know, how to, you know, those people, like, it's almost like you're narcissistic. Yeah, it's like, that's the only thing you talk about. People be yeah. like, yeah, man. It's like, and you know, my, I had to put my dog to sleep the other day. I was like, you know, jujitsu, I put yeah, people man. to sleep all the time. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, 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 I've I, heard I, people I, say I, that. What's that? I, I've heard, I've heard that for a while now you know yeah like so i got something wrong it's jujitsu this and this and that um but i do think have, how many different gyms have you been, have you trained at miguel uh like trained like and i'm a member or trained at it trained at up over 15 all right how many have you trained at uh, not 15, maybe under 10, but I've only, I went to a new one this home weekend. Gyms. I've only had two home gyms. I, I feel like I'm lucky okay. in that regard where you could get like a real good feel for like what's what, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, three yeah. for me, if that's, yeah, yeah. If that's I, I've been at the same gym now for seven, this year, seven years out of the three gyms, would you say that, and you also, both of you, would you say that there's probably a gym that would be better for the older guy for hit the long run? than the other place yeah 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 i mean i my my gym is we have a lot of older older guy they have a huge kids presence a huge female presence and mm -hmm. a, a lot of older guys huge <laughs> huge you know uh we're like uh they get the they get the kid through the door and then the parents wind up training that, that's like we have like most kids <laughs> i say most a good 30 percent of the kids that train they have at least one parent that trains with us, if not awesome. both. And then we have a you know husband-wife team, so women trading with the women now. Sometimes we mix it up, but most of the time the women are training on, on the other side of a wall. We don't even see them, and mm -hmm. then the guys are on the other side. And then once in a while, maybe one of the coaches is away, and we all train together. But again, still the weave and split the mat, though. You know, might be the same coach, but the girls get to train with the girls. And then there are some girls that are like, yeah, you know, come on, Milt, let's, let's roll. You know, so it's their choice if they want to roll with the guys. But... Um, but yeah, go ahead. I mean, I, was there more more to the question? No, no, it was just really just saying like to answer your question. No. Is it a dirty little secret that people are getting hurt if you're asking an older person to come train? I think it asked it also would make sense to ask yourself what gym am I asking this person to come train? Right, so that's, yeah. that's the right question for sure. He just at the before we came on before you got on. He yeah. went to train uh -huh. at a gym. With Mello. I with, went to Mello's yeah, gym. Tony yeah. Mello, who's been on the show. Shout out to Mortalis Gym, man. It yeah. was great. Thank gym you. Gym owner down here in Florida. And he said, you know, he was just like, yo, went to six, train with Tony. 6 p.m. Sunday class. That should tell you what's up. <laughs> 6, 6 p.m. or a.m.? 6 p.m. Oh, I thought you said a.m. before. PM, okay. p.m. is way more six, deadly. Yeah, yeah. 6 p.m. is deadly. But he was just like, yeah, that's that. That was some. Okay, you said it was some crazy training. Like, it was, that was good, high level training. It, right? it was an open mat. It was yeah. a no gi open mat. And dude, they were all class. And I ate some humble pie because yeah. they're all competitors. It's a competitive school. And I asked him too when he said that. I said, "They're just, super fun just hunt, hunting legs, right?" And he goes, "Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. I got. <laughs> dude, I can't even count how many times. I mean, I was I was an Ashi probably like." each round yeah. for at least a minute yeah and then if yeah. it didn't work i try to come on top of the conference. Yeah. there was at good scrambles you get the sign of a good competitive gym 
is how close different groups get to each other and they don't stop, but they're also very aware. You mean when you're rolling? Yeah. Like, so like rolling, this group rolling, this, like, you, know, you know, you start okay. staggered. Yeah. Did they almost be touching each other? But every, <laughs> it's like the culture there is like, they're so aware okay. of what's going on. And then the people that aren't rolling, just nobody says anything. White belt, everybody. It was people, like, hey, watch no, out. No, 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 they get up and they get in between. Yeah. They'll get okay. up and just stand in there. Yeah. It's really neat. Like, I was just like, that's like, you I, see that in videos too of competitive schools. I do get what you're saying, Charlie, too. It's like, yeah, I mean, again, if I go away from just the home gyms into other gyms that I've been to, I, yeah, there's like, yeah, I would tell him to go there, but I wouldn't tell. It's almost like when a mom does ask me, I usually, if they're not in my area, because we do have an awesome kids program at my, my home gym in, in Coral Springs, Florida, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll say, find, and there, unfortunately, when I actually looked online myself, there aren't a lot of them. I would always say, find a Gracie gym that does a bullyproof program. If, if they have a kid, right? I say, or just at least find a gym that has like an anti-bullying program, like that they advertise that, because I think that that's super important, that, that especially screams, when they're really small. That screams small. kids. Yeah and, yeah, and and I love that whole you know bullyproof where they start with like use your words and get an adult, like really, like, you, you know, you know, right? You, you said you need yeah. to come back. Have you have you ever done the bullyproof <laughs> program? Have you ever taught that? Is that part of your curriculum? So I have it. I, I know what it is. Uh, we implement something very similar to it. We don't uh, adopt mm-hmm. the yeah. trademarked gotcha. the thing, but we do yeah. something very similar to yeah. it. Got it. So yeah. I'm, I'm always, if if a parent asks me, like I used to work a half hour from where I live. So yeah. if I was at, you know, like they might be another half hour away. And I would say, find a gym in your area if you can't find a Gracie gym. And then when I actually looked up in like the Gracie gyms, or the bullyproof program, like they had like a map locator. There weren't a lot in South Florida, so. Uh, but I just tell them, you know, find a gym with a lot of kids, a good kids program. You might even find some, uh, you know, gym that picks up the kids right. in the van after school, right? Bring them. They have, a, you know, they help them with their homework, and then they do jujitsu. Like that's the school that I'm in. That's that's what yeah. they do. You know, they have a great kids yep. program, and it's a uh, jujitsu you know, slowly becoming yeah. the new karate, and not in the sense of like the something that isn't that functional in a real street fight, but. Yeah. More in the sense of like kids, uh, parents are getting more wise to like, if I'm going to take my kid to a place for self-defense, you know, I'm going to take him to this place because this self-defense works in a real life self-defense situation, you know, but I still think all martial arts is good, you know, in terms of like discipline and stuff like that. But I, I think it's like gaining way more popularity. But to your point, yeah, I I get what you're saying. You, you, you made me think about it a little bit. Yeah. Like I wouldn't recommend if I, I would, I would bring somebody to my school. I would bring somebody older to my school. I yeah. wouldn't send them to Mortalis. Like I wouldn't send a fifty-year-old guy. I don't, well, I, I've no, never been there, but there. I would be like, yeah. But I, I but would say like, class. I would be like, get get a little bit more of the yeah. traditional martial arts. I don't think that you want to be, you know, having a, a, a you know, a nineteen-year-old heel hooking you just yet, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like <laughs> let, let's learn some of the basics, and you're going to learn that at a school like yeah. mine more. And then if you feel like you want to advance and get a little crazy, then yeah. there's some other places you can go. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying, Charlie. I, I think that that's super different important. vibes. Different vibes. I, I do want to ask you about the 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 hips. So, so you said so you have two hip replacements. You said so it's called resurfacing, okay. which is really similar, to, which is very similar to um, replacement. Yeah. So they just like this is the femoral head. Instead of taking it off here and taking the bone and the ball off, they just cut the ball off and replace it with a metal cap, like a metal ball. Wow. Yeah. And then inside my hip socket, there is a metal cup. So it's metal on metal. Yeah. And I had to have that done on both sides over. <clears throat> now we're talking 
before my daughter was born, so seven years ago or so. Yeah. So how does that, I mean, are you back to quote unquote normal? Like, can yeah. you, yep. like, you walk like the pain is gone later. and you're, and you're great. Are you like two inches taller as yep. well? Like what, what is, what has it, what has it improved in, in your world, especially as a martial artist? Mostly what it improved was it gave me the thing back that I love, which is martial arts, which yeah. I, for one point I thought it was taken away from me for life. I mean, <clears throat> until you have an injury, like literally have an injury and not many people talk on this. Again, this is the jujitsu world is mostly vocalized by people who are haven't went through crazy injuries. There are some people I've seen online recently if they have like a spinal injury or something, a neck injury, and yeah. like they're paralyzed and stuff. Whereas like, um, you know, they're not talking about like what happens, what's your life like if the, if you can't do this anymore, right? Everybody's yeah. like, oh, still doing you, just, you just, you just gotta push through it. Like, <clears throat> I'm sorry to say guys, but there's some injuries where I don't care how mentally tough you are, like you won't be able to do it. Yeah, like, Ben from fight sports you can paralyze and, and, and yourself he's yeah well he is paralyzed yeah yeah and, but he's uh but he's like back to boxing you know like he's doing he uses boxing for rehab it's like you can't take the fight out of that like yeah. that's that's what's gonna happen but you gotta you're not doing the jujitsu push you know no it's the mental so the, the biggest thing that i got back was the mental part of like i can go back to what i love to what what i'm really here for right like martial arts gave me so much as a child like it boosted my confidence. It gave me the ability to stick up for myself. It made me, you know, like be able to accomplish things in my life that I never thought were possible. And then all of a sudden it was like taken away from me. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, wait, like I don't get the jujitsu high anymore. I don't get to hang out with my friends. I don't get that hard sweat. I don't were get you that a gym owner at, the, at that time. So you were, you, no, you still, like, Oh, no. you were a gym owner. So you were really out of it. Huh? Yeah. So it's not like you own Good a gym. Job. Well, like at least I can still train people, but no, Nothing. you were Wow. Just full cold turkey. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. Three years. Three years, man, because my first double hip surgery failed. The first one was the labrum in my hip uh -huh. was not repaired correctly. And the first surgeon was like, oh, you're good to go. Six months later, after the surgery of being in a walker, I was like, dude, this still hurts. And he goes, well, let's do an x-ray. And then we did an x-ray. He's like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. He's like, you don't have any cartilage left in your hip. So I'm like, so, 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 <laughs> so, <what>? so. <laughs> So wait, so what's that mean, dude? What did goes, I pay you for? <laughs> I thought you yeah. fixed me. He's like, what do you mean? What's that mean? He goes, go figure out something else to do. And I'm like, are you are you serious? I was like, I just basically like, you know, gave up my life to get double hip surgery through you to lay on a couch for my mom to bathe me, and it because I couldn't walk, man. Like it's embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. Did it? Did gave that did, all up? To, did he do them both at the same time? That's unusual. Same to time, do Same time. To do same both time. at the same time isn't that same like time. a same time. I thought that was like completely the opposite of what you're supposed to do. Like one at a time so that you same can time. get around a little bit. They did them at the same time. The first time they did them at the same time. Second time? Both times. Both ah, times. Wow. And so I had to do the, I had to do the shit show. I had to do the shit show. I call it twice. Really? Wow. And and now let, let's fast forward to now though. You can move like, can you move yep. like when you were a young kid? And like no pain. Yep. You could throw no your pain. kicks. You could do jujitsu. Yep. The pain's gone. Kids, bro. He's yeah. good. Yeah. That's awesome. Ready to man. rock. Ready to right. rock. Yeah. Yeah, man. Do you feel like it uh when you do like a scarf fold, do you feel like it's better? Like a <laughs> scarf fold choke? Like when you're in judo position, you can just throw more hip into it no. now? <laughs> no. Give no, a little it no, no superpowers. 
No difference. Ah. <laughs> I was wondering if maybe there was a, you know, something extra that you got out he's of. He's like, it. he's gonna go to his doctor tomorrow and be like, hey, I man. want a hip replacement. <laughs> I want, I want these to be titanium rods. Yeah. <laughs> I can kick way higher. I can kick way higher. Oh, yeah? you really? Yeah. That's There's the nothing other. blocking it. It's yeah. just. Oh, oh wow. you got GI Joe leg. <laughs> yeah, feels like it. Yeah. <laughs> so I swear, man, it feels like it. Yeah, I can head kick without warming up. That's awesome. How how did you when you go back to that point when you realize, oh wow, this second knee replacement, double knee replacement actually took. Oh hip. Oh, I'm sorry. Hip. What did I say? Leg replacement. Like, what did What did I say? I don't know. He's not Lieutenant <laughs> Dan, bro. You hip replacement. <laughs> I mean, how how. Oh, do you remember that moment and like, oh, wow, I'm going to be able to do this again. This is, uh, oh, yeah. this worked. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It was like, it was like riding a bike, man. Yeah. All those feelings come rushing back. It was like, it was like, you know, deja vu. <laughs> those special feelings. It's yeah. here, like it's, you know. I'm going to kick this dude again. I mean, I'm, uh, if I'm out <laughs> like legit, I feel like my wife knows, like my, yeah. My wife, I uh, we've talked about this a lot. My wife used to hate jujitsu. Now she like she knows she when I don't do it. She's like, you should go to the gym today. <laughs> she's like, you should go to the gym. She like I I yeah. know, and I'm like, yeah. We don't even got to say it. I just know like she realize like I'm tense. She sees it like I had a bad day. Yeah. She just knows like come home from jujitsu. I'm a different person. I could be go. I go exhausted, yeah. headache, just the weight of the world on my shoulders, and I come back and I'm just like. Chit chat, yeah. you know, like we're talking for an hour. Mm-hmm. Like we and both go like, to train to different places, and we come back, and we're just sitting in the kitchen, just chit chat. We're like, yeah. "Oh shit, look at the time!" Like, it's just a whole different world. I mean, again, I'm, Yo, you know, you want to hear a cool story? Go ahead. So, um, so we homeschool, and uh, we went on like uh, the homeschool family group that we belong to. Yeah, we all went on a camping trip to the Everglades National Park, and and we're just out there, and like, yeah, it takes me like. 10 seconds before I say something about jujitsu. <laughs> like after we get all the tents set up and all the, so we're all hanging around, we're starting to cook food. You know, dads are kind of like getting to know each yeah. other because we don't see each other a lot. The moms yeah. see each other more. Y'all, all of them trained. Oh, really? All of them. All the guys? All of them. Yeah. Every single one the, of them. How about the kids? I, the, are the kids training too? Yeah, their kids yeah, trained. Their kids yeah. too? And uh, they're more only in the Coral Springs area. Okay. And I think one of them used to go to, so my, to my, my yeah. School? And, um, and it was just like, but on my way out, I was like, man, it's going to be four days. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no phone, so, no BJJ. Charlie, you you both have, how old are your kids? So I have one, my girl is six years old, and then my little boy is five months old. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, Brand okay. new one. Congratulations. So you have, yours are? Thanks, eight, my son's about to turn eight, and yeah. then my daughter's 10. Does you, and you, does your daughter, I've got to assume your daughter trains. <laughs> yeah. She trains something. Yeah. She trains. Yeah. Yep. Does that five-month-old yeah. suck or what? <laughs> Yeah, man, he doesn't. He doesn't. His shrimp all, sucks. All he knows, yeah. All he knows. All he knows that. All he knows that to do is pull guard. I don't know. That's it. Yeah. What a noob. Did you bring him home? Did you bring him home in the? Oh, did you get the, the baby gi? I didn't get the baby jujitsu gi, but no. like I put him on his back and I'll do leg circles. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, egg beaters for sure. I, yeah. I'm I'm too old to have any more kids. But I'm done. I'm like I'm, I'm I have a 30 year old daughter who's just who's gonna be getting married soon. And I'm, and I'm like, I'm gonna get her the gay. I'm gonna, I'm. You have to bring the baby home in the gay, a boy or girl. I, I'll get a pink gay. That's dope. You gotta bring it for me. Just do that one thing for me. I want them to come home. Gotta bring home in the gay. Yeah. yeah. Be, that's, what I, belt? I have what belt? Is it appropriate to put a black belt on a brand new baby? <laughs> 
I did. I did for my daughter when she was. I got her the little Gracie Jiu-Jitsu gear, had a black belt. Yeah, ah, that's awesome. That's ah, but yeah, I I have a stepdaughter who didn't want to have anything to do with Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, and my older, I didn't. I wasn't doing Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, when when my daughter was young enough to for me to influence that. We did bring her when my daughter comes down. My older daughter comes down from Virginia. She'll go to the kickboxing. Well, I'll I'll go with my wife to yeah. her kickboxing, so she'll come. She loves that. Well, she's I'm trying to get her like to keep it to do gotta, it. When she you got to get her in. She's she's working for the family. Yeah, she, base, she does. She does a lot of our. She she handles the graphics and stuff like that for for jujitsu dummies, and she does like the questions posts and stuff time. that I posted. And nice. the, you know she does. Well, she excuse me. I should, she manages the graphic designers that does that, but she puts that all together and makes sure it gets done. And then she'll uh, she posts some of that stuff. So uh, I'm hoping that you know you start to see it enough, and yeah, maybe I'll do a class. I think yeah. she's too girl. I think I, I hate to say. My girls are too girly. They're just like more worried about there's their a nails. Gym. There's than a gym for that. that yeah. There's a gym for that. There's gotta be a gym for that. There's a gym for that. Yeah, there's but, a gym. You know, for that. My wife was like that too, and now she can't go like more than a day without like going to her kickboxing classes. Yeah. So nice. you know, she was like that. She never worked out her entire life, and maybe about five, six years ago, she, you know, with me always going to the gym, I push her to go to the gym or come with me. She didn't want to do jujitsu. She jumped around a bunch of like tried yoga. Tried, I guess it's called like bar. Oh, she pure tried bar. Pilates. My wife loves pure bar, and she she landed on 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 um, on kickboxing. She just found a place. Right. Her best now, just like like her best friends all come from that school. Yeah. All the girls she, the women that she hangs cool. out with, they're all from that school. So so she found something. That's when that's when she backed off of me a little bit too with the whole like you're training too much. Really, five days a week, six days a week. Really, you were gone mm-hmm. for four hours. Well, it was an open mat. We went to go drug. To, you know. <laughs> yeah. And now she, again, now she's more like, you should go train. You should go to, or you want to come with me? Like now that's the, the conversation you should be like, really? You're going to leave me here by myself again every day? Mm-hmm. Really? You know, and now it's just like, go to the gym now. I'm, I get I, it. You it don't want to, she's now on I me. Mean, she's like, I train more than you now. She's like, what's going on here? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I like being I'm home the, alone, babe. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, uh, let's get into, uh, we're going to do a couple of questions here. We call this the drill down. And this is uh, these are questions that we ask just about every guest or a variation of them. Do you want to do it, Bo? I'm sorry. The yeah. drill down. <laughs> <laughs> Bo has to do the sound effects. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, so I, so there's a list of questions we ask just about every guest. Uh, we'll like maybe you know we can elaborate on them. They're not like a like a you don't have to answer them one word answers. We can talk about them as well. But these are questions that we ask almost everybody. Uh, so uh, your preference, gi or no gi? No gi. Okay. Are you a takedown or pull guard kind of guy? I answered this on the BJJ Fanatics, and I guess the context would matter. Is it like a street fight or is this like a competition? No, you're training. You're training. If you were, if somebody said, hey, yeah. let's go, you want to go roll, are you grabbing your no-gi kit or are you grabbing your gay? Or excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're, we're, yeah, we're yeah, takedown pull guard. guard. So, I mean, you know, you're training at the gym. What would you, what would you, what uh, would you pr- say? Most likely takedown. Okay. This is one of my new favorites because I, I think it, I I feel like it's it, it tells it says a lot about somebody or at least gives me insight into their brain a little bit. Music during rolling, do you do you blast the music? Elect- electronic. Okay, so dur- I I would assume like during instruction yeah. there's nothing on or it's low, and then when you're rolling you'll turn up the radio and then just roll. I do like electronic, so I have like a BJJ playlist. I'll do nice. like uh, electronic music. I'll do some rap in there. I'll do some. Um, 
funk music. My wife's from Ooh, Brazil, so great. I like like funk Brazilian music. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yep. I like I like all any kind of like upbeat music yeah. like yeah. that gets me going. I like that. Have you but, heard the funk the acai song? Funk the acai. No, funk the acai. And, they're, and, they're, and they're and they're like this is lady. She's saying what she's saying or whatever. But the the hook of the song is literally her screaming like, and it's like annoyingly long it's so good it's like she's like just like acai <laughs> it's i'll send it to you where did the it's did, so good please do <laughs> yeah please it's do. such a good it hypes me up every time so usually if somebody listens to electronic music they were in the clubs when they were younger were you out yes, there partying i was yeah, yeah. oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. Do you remember the tunnel in new york city oh yeah <laughs> Close from New York. Oh, yeah. Close from the city. Do, I grew up on Long on, Island, man. so I we never went to. to the, I didn't go into the city clubs until I went away to college, upstate New York, and then my friends like lived in like around the like on the outskirts of the city, and I'd go home with them, and then I started to like discover some of the some of the uh, the clubs. We used to do printing for mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Oh yeah. For all right, the clubs. Yeah. yeah. So you, so did you? Where did you grow up? In New Jersey. You grew up in New Jersey, and where are you now? You're in. So I'm still in New Jersey. Oh, you're still in New Jersey. Yeah. You, what yeah. were you talking about before? You said Pennsylvania or Philly? Oh, uh, those were his uh, his Your professors. Coaches. No, his his professors' coaches. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, that's where that's where Rick and Phil are. Also, they're in Philadelphia. So yeah. I'm in a spot in New Jersey where Philadelphia is a half an hour away. Uh, okay. Okay. And then if I jump on the train, it's only an hour to New York. Okay. Oh, are you are you close to uh, Lydia's gym? Lydia Bergamasco. Oop. Or Coleman, uh, she went, Coleman what, yeah. She's Coleman now. Lydia Ber- Bergamasco? Or Lydia Coleman? She, I don't know. Because she was texting me. She was like, I'm an hour away from... We've had from her on Tom, the show. She's, Tom, a, yeah. she's a competitor. She's a black belt competitor, uh, female. And she was like, I'm an hour away from Tom DeBloss. And I'm like 30 minutes away from this gym. And I'm like 30 minutes away from this gym. Yeah, for, It sounds like I, the yeah. same area. So, yeah, I, again, I like that because I, I, like, I like to hear the kind of music people listen to. Cause then you can kind of, kind of go back a little bit and be like, yeah. okay, what kind of like, how'd they grow up or, you know, how, what kind of person? They what about like? chill hop? You'll play chill that. Hop? Yeah. Dude, uh, minimal, minimal office. tech, minimal tech yeah. is the best. Yeah. yeah. You like that shit. Minimal tech. All right. So you're a coach, you're a gym owner. Do you watch a lot of MMA and BJJ? Or let's say I MMA, you, you said at UFC, right? You watch a lot of yeah, UFC. Way more MMA than than strictly jujitsu. Are you watching like the who's number ones? Are you watching the you okay. know ADCC? Are you watching the IBJJFs? Yes, I watch that. That's no, a rabbit hole. Do you watch the IBJJFs as well? No, no. Man, I watch, no. but I watch the. I watch the. I'm at the point now where I watch the highlight reels. Like I'm on maintenance yeah. mode. Like I know the competitors, like the high level yeah. competitors, the yeah. guys who podium and they're just trading podium places all yeah. the time. I got those guys, and, and pretty much only like in the in the black belt division. The only like superstar, you know, recently promoted, um, Cole Abate just got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like those those kind of guys, the Rotulo like, brothers. Yeah. They're black belts now, but I've, you know. Yeah, I, I, I get I, I it like that. But dude, I, you hold on, the the UFC stuff, and and just that type of like Bellator, UFC, one championship, the MMA matches. Yeah. I feel like. The, the gym style of like how you're training that makes you such a better fan. And then I also wanted to say, like, the way you explain your striking wizard thing, it's like that's how, I, like, that's how Trevor Whitman is, you know? Like, extreme. yeah, I know Trevor. I've heard, I, I don't know him no personally, but I know of him, you know, but very he's well. like that. Like, how you say, he's just like, if I, they, every once in a while during UFCs, they'll bring him on to do, to yeah. comment for like the striking. Yeah. And every time he talks, I'm like, fuck, bro, just replace. 
one of these people <laughs> and just leave Trevor in there. He's, he's so good. He wants to replace the gloves, right? He's got that, that the brand Onyx, of gloves. The Onyx, the Onyx gloves. gloves. Yeah, everybody brags about him, I guess. Yeah, yeah they're good. I, I mean, wonder if that's why they don't have him on anymore because he's been like really pushing him. hard. Joe Rogan's pushing it more than he is. Yeah, but just like it's like this competition to yeah, the Yeah, it's not going to happen. Glove. It's not going to yeah. happen, bro. That, I, I think one of the organizations yeah. have to pick up that glove. Do you know what we're talking about? Like the gloves and the he's yeah. got the Onyx gloves and he says the fingers don't. I guess the UFC gloves kind of push the fingers out. Yeah, they are. And yep. I've put them says, on. They keep your hands like this for sure. Yeah, the, the UFC yeah. gloves? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Any thoughts and, on that? I poke suck. Man, whoever can figure that out, I think would be a complete genius. Yeah. But he is right. The, 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 the stiff MMA gloves, the UFC ones particularly – will stick your hands, they make them go like this. Like MMA amateur gloves, because they're a little bit more padded, make your hands curl so it's actually harder to make a fist or yeah. grab a wrist. Okay. And then the, the MMA gloves, depending on like which organization that you you fight in, yep. all have kind of like a different feel. And then people wrap their hands accordingly to what okay. kind of fighter they are and what kind of style that they do. Mm. But I think in general, that is a hard thing to figure out for how not to get poked in the eye, you know, it's, it's hard, right? It makes, like, it makes do, what's the easy hard medium too, yeah. between this and squeeze? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Especially people. And it's also a conservation of energy. Like anytime you're running or you're striking, you don't keep death grip. So it's like Correct. the amount of fatigue that you're going to receive even from that minimal <clears throat> five, eight pounds of pressure yeah. constant. Yeah. You know, okay. it's like, what do you think about this whole, uh, this ADCC deal with the fight pass ESPN? Oh, no, no, yeah, well, eight. ESPN Plus, so it's going to go on. No, it's Fight Pass. Fight pa- oh, it's Fight Pass. It's Fight That's Pass. That's right. It's Fight Pass with ADCC. Have you, have you heard about this? They, they signed this deal. Um, I'm wondering, you know, we've been talking a lot about one championship lately. Is this like that kind of first step? Or is it like as long as UFC has a piece of it, would we ever see like a jiu-jitsu-only match in the UFC? I don't think we would. Like the one championship stuff where, the you know, Mikey's just, Mikey's coming in as like a, you know, Co- I don't know, was he a co-main last time? I think he was like a co-main, right? Mikey? Mikey in the let where he just yeah. blew out this guy's knee? Yeah. Was he a co-main? Yeah. Right? It was like the co-main yeah, and maybe yeah, the, yeah, third, no. the, the, yeah, the, the champ- third. Yeah, it was a championship. Okay, out. so it was like a co-main yeah. and it's a jiu-jitsu only. You think that, that that's you in the that cards here with, with this deal? You think that there's something like that in the this future? This is the one where Gordon got the six figures, right? <laughs> uh, no, no, that's, that that's the flow, flow deal. That's Gordon and Flo. But during but ADCC the last, is a flow thing. Oh, it's not going to be a flow thing anymore. It's going to be ADCC is not flow anymore. It is now they yes, they sorry, the last UFC event UFC, they yeah. announced that they're going to the last pay per view just last weekend they announced that ADCC tournaments. Let me say that tournaments are going to be on Fight Pass. Yeah. So, but I don't know if that makes it. I'm not 100 percent sure. Somebody could tell us if that's also for like the full like the fi- the ADCC finals every two years. I'm not sure okay. that it's that. I know, like, I, I'm almost positive it said something specific to, like, the tournaments. So maybe the Flow deal isn't completely dead, but that would be odd to be on essentially two different networks. You know? Unless Flow gets <clears throat> brought over, too. They, um, could, they could get assimilated. Yeah. Well, you know? yeah, you know, I t- to that point, I talked to somebody the other day about, you know, like, uh, UFC is just kind of famous for just, like, well, just buy the competition. Like a Facebook type of thing, right? Yeah. Buy Instagram. We let's let's not try to create that. Let's just buy, buy it. Buy what's so, that? So you know, right. just bring them in, right? You got Combat Jiu Jitsu on Fight Pass. You got Eddie Bravo's Combat yeah, Jiu Jitsu. The EBI stuff. You got yeah. yeah, all the EBI stuff. You've got. Is, there's wrestling on Fight Pass now, right? There's like, is there like professional? There's sort. There's all sorts like of there's, stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds so of flow. stuff. Flow's not just flow grappling. It's yeah. it's flow bowling. It's flow, flow rodeo. Right. Flow there's wrestling. On flow. Yeah, there's everything. Yeah. Band. 
I don't. I, I would. I would like to see the UFC embrace that 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 one championship model, but I don't know if that takes them so far away from their model that the fans are going to go. What? What is this? Only on the right. ground, co-main event. What? I don't think people are used to it. Any thoughts on that? I think I. I've I've been asked this a lot, and I I've heard different people speak on it, and I, I've heard like different opinions. Where I'm like, well, that kind of makes sense. And then I'm like, well, it is kind of, it is, is it more popular than it was 10 years ago? hundred percent. Like people know who Gordon Ryan is, who aren't technically in the world of jujitsu. 10 years ago, you could have asked who Hoist Gracie was to somebody and somebody would have been like, what do you talk? You could even ask who Chuck Liddell was 10 years ago. And people yeah. are like, who's that? Yeah. Chuck so Liddell. I think we're, we're becoming more mainstream, like with the grappling circuit. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that we're there for a, you know, a, a, a mixed martial arts type crowd as we were maybe in the next, you know, five to 10 years, we, we, we will be just from pure, you know, like, um, demand, demand and people just getting more around it. But, um, the thing that makes MMA so compelling that we forget about is, from from peep from a perspective for people who don't fight or grapple is that when they see another human being punch another human being it's entertaining and nobody wants to look away and as much as you say you don't like it there's a reason why the coliseum was built in rome and all of those people came to see people get killed because it's Wrestling human nature we, we love those sport. types of we love those types of things and then when it when it's kind of i don't want to say watered down but watered down yeah. to the human psyche of like, why are they smashing or, or breaking or like really trying to hurt this person? Then it kind of diminishes the, the viewership of well, why should I watch that as opposed to where we watch it and we're like, this is awesome because it's very technical. Yeah. I mean, I have to go with dollars. I, yeah. I've talked a little bit about, like I just, I started watching boxing as a little kid with my pops and I just don't watch boxing anymore because I discovered MMA and I'm just like, oh wait, I, punching and kicking, punching and choking, punch, you know, yeah. I would rather watch this. I, I had, and, and no offense to the boxing fans out there, but I kind of explained it as, in my mind, boxing is like the flag football to like, right? I wouldn't watch flag football. Yeah. I would watch the NFL, right? I would, you know, I'm not going to watch boxing when I can watch MMA. And I just slowly kind of went away from it. And I think boxing's felt that. That's why there's all this craziness about these influencers fighting and, and, the, the the Paul brothers yeah. because it's just a different world now and they're they're fighting to stay alive. Every, I mean, you know, if you ask the average How about MTV sports fan to name five boxers or name five title holders right now, I don't think anybody could do it. But I mean, during the Tyson era, it was like everybody knew who Mike Tyson was. Everybody knew Holyfield. Yeah, yeah. Every, Lennox you know, Lewis. Yeah, yeah every, you, Lennox you know the Lewis. Names, yeah, and, you know, and I mean. You, you you could just you could you know but you could also get to you could also get too gritty too because it's like a lot of people there are casual UFC fans now you know it's not diehards anymore yeah but well, like I think not it's a lot mostly, of people know the, the mostly casual fans mostly ca well I, there's a lot of people who grapple and then they appreciate it because they go to like a gym but I think like the average his, when you go to the arena for UFC yeah most of those people have never stepped in a ring never trained never been on a mat never done anything man I beg to differ I don't I don't know I don't think there's what do you think, Charlie? I'm I'm going Milton. I'm going with you. Yeah, I'm yeah. going. They haven't they haven't trained, but they just like the viewership of wow. two people fighting. Yeah. I view it yeah. differently. I think I think one championship. Percentage now, that's wise, the other yeah. side. You're right. 
I, Milton's I, right. I think that on the other side, I, 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 you could I, be right. I'm okay with being wrong. Yeah, I don't care. I don't. I don't. I haven't watched it enough, but I think that I would say that when you watch one championship and it's just like Muay Thai, stand up only, Jiu Jitsu only, MMA yeah. fight. I think that's where you get the person with the experience because they can appreciate those. But still, I would say, I mean, that's like the biggest organization in Asia. Everybody's yeah. not fighting. There's you know? a lot. There's a lot. Everybody of didn't there, fight. Yeah. You know? hey, hold on. There, there is something. There is something to be said for this, Milton. For when you're comparing two different organizations and two different cultures, because the way that the Asian culture is brought up with pride, if you think back to pride. Mm-hmm. And you think about the way that they would applaud and be mm-hmm. quiet right Super away. Quiet. That is part of their culture mm-hmm. as like the samurai culture yeah. of yeah. Br- of being brought up through business and everything on how to think and act like the samurai. Whereas Americans, yeah. we're not trained like that. So they're trained on martial arts like in a different way, whereas yeah. we're not here. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for them to have an organization like that, they appreciate that more. Because it's already been instilled into their their psyche and their yeah. basically their life. I think more people well, they, are like they, the they meme. They know it's difficult. The meme of like the fat guy on the couch, Dorito yeah. like chips oh, all yeah. over, and going, like, I would, "Stand him up!" Yeah, you I would. I would do so an armbar. That's an American guy. Yeah, yeah right. Up. That that like more Ice people cream. are like that. I think in the in the world of UFC, not to say that there aren't tons of fans. Like I yeah. get it, and lots of people train and every. I look when when you tell people that you're. The average person, you haven't encountered Charlie with somebody that you never, you've never met before, and they mm-hmm. find out that you're a martial artist or just know jujitsu. What's the first thing they say? Uh, how many fights have you got in? Do you do you do you fight in the cage? Okay, you know, that, that, that's yeah. usually what they ask me. What's the first thing somebody says when they find out that you do jujitsu? Jujitsu after they're. What's done? the first thing they say? Not ask, but say. Oh, first thing they say is they're just like. Oh, what like some most of the time they're just like oh like thanks to the UFC, they're like oh like okay grappling. For that's me, pretty much what I kind of what, what I was going or for. It's I, like, or you I do know karate. what he's gonna say. I yeah, no, say they do it. see that. He's yeah. right. Say, he's like, oh, so you do like karate? No, yeah. Milton's right. That, that, that's what they I've say. I've gotten so that. I've like gotten karate. That. Yeah. Uh, no, what I feel like I get more than anything. I mean, the karate, the high yacht thing happens, but. <laughs> The thing that I feel like I get the most is like, oh yeah, I used to do taekwondo when I was a kid. They hear jujitsu, they're like, and I'm like, yeah, this guy yeah, knows okay. nothing about all, what I just all said. Kicks, baby. All Everybody's kicks. wrestled. Everybody did something when they were a kid. Everybody yeah. almost got their blue belt. I remember one time in a barber shop, my bar, uh, my barber said, hey, oh that guy said he used to train jujitsu, and I was like, oh, do you train? I was like, you know, what belt did you have? He's like, oh, I almost had my purple belt, and I'm like. Just bullshit. Yeah. Because somebody would you would never say we would never <laughs> yeah. say that. That's the one you don't. You would say. say I was a blue belt. I was a two stripe yeah. blue belt, right? I was a blue belt. I had I four stripes. Had, how do you know you almost had your purple? Yeah, belt? Yeah, almost had my purple belt, <laughs> and I, I just like I just nodded my head, and I'm just like, yeah, this Bro, guy's I was, never trained is, is just oh, or, or wanted to puff up his chest Milton. to be like, yeah, I was on my purple belt. So you were a one stripe blue belt, you know, like what? Hey, uh, Milton, four Milton, stripe white belt. I was, I'm this close to my coral belt, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would just so you would close. never answer it like that but that, that's the one i think that's the one that i get the most is they immediately have to say that they did something yeah you know and, and, I, used, and I, used I used to, to like i used rocks. to challenge him a little bit on it oh what you know oh do you still train or what made you stop or just to like really uh, yeah. to understand oh yeah i 
like I did karate when I was a kid. I did karate when I was a kid for like three yeah. months and I quit. My dad, my, dad my sensei hit a little kid, kid, and I got, I was a little <laughs> pussy, and I yeah. was like in my, you know, single digit age, and I was like nine years old, and that scared the hell out of me. And then I did it, I did some what we American Taekwondo when I was a teenager with some friends again, like for another three months. But that's where I started like hanging a bag in the tree at the house. Uh, when I moved out on my own, I always had a, a bag hanging in the living room with the Everlast stand. And then I kind of started to teach myself and then pulled up YouTube videos. And that's where I started doing it myself beyond, you know, yeah. doing stuff, watching boxing with my dad. But I, that's the response that I get the most is like, oh, yeah, I used to do something. like They could never just be like, oh, that's so cool. That's great. Like everybody, everybody has trained something. Yeah, I used to mm -hmm. train karate too, but it was three fucking months. You know, yeah. I, I know nothing. Unless no karate. They, unless they say something first, or like you find out that they did taekwondo, and then like you know exactly what they did. Yeah. So then you go, I do jujitsu. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Uh, <laughs> Smug as fuck. I, I'm the the long, the further I've gotten in my journey, the less I bring it up. Yeah. But it's really for sure. hard for it not to come up because I'm usually wearing a podcast tee. Uh -huh. I got the tat on yeah. the arm. So unless I have a long sleeve <laughs> shirt, they're going to see, hey, what's that? Oh, jujitsu, yep. jujitsu. Yeah. So like I say by all the time, my wife says jujitsu threw up on me. Like I'm, she's just got to be like, can you get some shirts that don't say jujitsu? So like I'm always wearing something. So it usually comes up. But I'm also like, I tell her, like, if I'm not promoting the podcast or the business the, I named the business black belt digital marketing too. So it's like, I can't uh, get away from it. And the, and we've got like the black belt in the logo, you know, so I can't get away from it. It always comes up, but if mind. I'm not promoting it, who the hell is going to promote it? Right. Sure. So, but I don't, I don't verbally bring it up as much as I did anymore. I just kind of like, if they don't know, or if they, you know, maybe I'm not wearing something. I don't, I, I just, I feel like the more that I know, I just don't want anybody got, to know. It's so like a cop not wanting to, to know anybody yeah, 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 they're a cop. Yeah, for sure, yeah. So, oh, you know jujitsu? <laughs> unless you're, unless you're a firefighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, they, they want to be like, oh, yeah, I know, you know, and I don't even, I just, I don't even want to be bothered with that anymore. Yeah. I got yeah, like, I got asked when I went to the other gym. They're like, "Aren't you the guy from the Jujitsu Dummies podcast?" How good did it make you feel? Was, good? <laughs> no, I did. It feels. It honestly feels really gay. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why? I don't know. Because it's weird. I don't. So I don't view this as a weird thing that we do. Or like I like it and I enjoy yeah. it. Like I really like doing this. Yeah. But when it gets recognized, it just feels not right for some weird reason. Yeah, well, and it doesn't happen all the time. It's happened maybe like but three we're not times. Like, but we're also not the type. We're not walking around being yeah. like, "Hey, you know, hey guys. don't you know who we are?" Like, yeah. we're not doing that. We're just like, <laughs> we're sitting. We go to an event. We're like sitting like way yeah. back in the bleachers. Like nobody could see us. You know, it's it's like odd for us to try to be like to promote. Yeah. I don't like. Go to other I gyms. should be going to the events to promote and be like, "Hey, here's my car. Check out the pie." And we don't even do that. That feel like, corny you know, though. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't. It yeah. doesn't feel right. That doesn't feel right yeah. to me. But I. I like when somebody says, hey, like it usually happens in the gym. They're like, hey, because I'll wear like I have a patch on my gi. So somebody will be like, is that your, if you is Google, that your, where'd you get the patch from? Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, do the patch. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've heard that. You know, I told them today I got a couple of messages cool. recently where people are like, hey, man, I listen to the podcast. I'm competing soon. I use it for motivation. I love it. I love what you guys say. Like, I like that stuff. <laughs> yeah, but cool. I don't. My wife is always fucking with me. Like, she's like. If we if I go to an event with you, is everybody gonna come up and ask you for your picture? And I'm like, no one's ever asked me for a picture at an event or otherwise. I would be like, what, so. babe? Wait, 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 babe, you wanna come to an event with me? <laughs> yeah, right, right? Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't want to do it. All right, let's let's jump back into the questions because we got a couple other ones. Um so you you we talked about watching MMA. 
Do you have a favorite competitor in, in jiu-jitsu and MMA, either or? Yeah, so for the jiu-jitsu jiu part, I'll watch IBJJF if it's like, uh, I like uh, Mika. Oh, Mika Gavel. Uh, Mika Gavel, and then, uh, oh, what's the other young Brazilian guy's name? The Rotulo brothers? I like Nicholas, uh, I like Nick, Ma, Maga, yeah. Marigali. I like him for, for D. His collar sleeve uh, I like is on Lovato. Who's the other guy? Uh, I like Baby Shark. I was gonna yeah. say Baby Shark because yeah, if you're saying Mika, oh, man, they're amazing. on the same right there. Yeah. They're on the same team. And then yeah. there's another guy. He's young. He's like probably in his 20s. I think he paints his fingernails. I, I oh, forget the his blonde, name. He's the blonde like, uh, guy. He's purple. No, is he brown? Skinny? No, this this dude is this dude is oh, from Brazil and he's from Brazil. darker complexion. Oh, from Brazil. Yeah, Brazilian guy. Pa I think oh. he trains at the same gym as as Mika. Darker complexion. All them dudes yeah, are dark hair, darker complexion. Wait, is young, he, is he like training 20. in Miami? Isn't he still training in Miami? I, I don't know. Mika goes I, I back and to... forth, but when he's here in the States, he trains at Fight Sports down here in Miami. Okay, cool. But yeah, I'll watch IBJJF yeah. for that. And those are some of my favorite guys that I like for Gi. Yeah. Because I like Mika because he's implementing closed guard. And I'm like, wow, this guy's using all the stuff that guys used before, but now he's using it in a new age setting. I just think it's really cool to watch that and how he does it. I, I, that's uh, why I, I love the flow app though, because you could watch just the matches. Yep. You can just go back and find those later. And that's usually how I watch them, but go ahead. Continue Charlie. And Nogi, I like, I like Gordon Ryan. I love Gordon Ryan, man. He's pretty good. Honestly. I think, uh, obviously I think he's a, one of the best Who's guys this out Gordon, there. Gordon who? Gordon Ryan. Gordon, no, Gordon Ryan. <laughs> the chef. Ryan. Right? How do you spell that? <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> yes, he does. does he he's cook? cooking, yeah, because he's cooking motherfuckers <laughs> up. So, what's your Charlie? What's your ultimate goal in in this world of of jujitsu and martial art? As you're opening your second gym, what's your ultimate goal in this world? Multiple gyms that all follow, you know, either my curriculum or whatever program that I adopt on the long run. And to be able to impact people on a more than a physical level, right? Like I really want, so Buddha martial arts, my motto is helping people change their lives to martial arts for kids. It's character development. I want parents to be able to bring their kids into my program and literally tell me which they already have because we would open for six years. So imagine you bring your kid in at four years old. Yeah. Now they're 10 or 11 years old. And they tell you, this has changed my kid's life so much. I want to thank you so much. That's the impact that I want. Yeah, I want parents to be able to come to me and say that this has changed my kid's life for the better. And then for a kid to come back to me in 15 or 20 years and be like, listen, I got the job of my, my dreams and I was able to get into college all because of all the things that you taught me to be as a martial artist. And this is the kind of thing I disagree with Keenan on about the speech after class. Man, some of the best lessons I ever got in my life were when I was younger and getting speech after class from my martial arts instructor. Hands down, yeah. literally changed my life like gave me something that nobody else could give me at that time. Perspective. You have no idea the speech that you're giving at that time, what that person has never heard in their life. They, yeah. they may never hear a positive thing for 20 years and that class and that positive message reaches that person so deep that it's able to change their life. Yeah, that's good. I like that. You know, uh, uh, the, uh, I, when I get to the adults class, you know, coach, right? She's fin finishing the last kids class of the day. That's young, young, like, uh, they're probably, what is that? 12 to 15. Yeah. Like 12 I mean, to 15. My kids, my kids used to train at that gym. Yeah. And it, it was talking it's about something that resonated too was like, uh, cause I know I wasn't like this. I was a different person with different people. I played a lot of sports. 
But then when I was with certain friends, I acted a different way. But when I was with the, you know, I was a better kid when I was in sports and with a team. And then when I went and go hang out in my neighborhood, I was getting in trouble and, and doing stupid things. But he was talking about, I guess, somebody he had found out that one of the kids was like, uh, was acting a certain way at like a water park. He's like, when he trains here, he's yes, sir, this, sir, no, sir. And then when he was at the park, he's cursing and, and talking like a thug. And he was just like, I'm going to have a talk with him because yeah. that's not, you need to be the yes, sir, no, yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. In the same way you are in class is what you should be everywhere. You're trying to yeah. impress people by by changing who you are. So I, I, I do agree. I think those, those, those chats have a huge impact. As an adult, some of my favorite classes, we literally never rolled. My class, my first school was run by a, a Marine who gave jujitsu to to uh, military veterans for it was free. Give them a gi, never charge them a dime, and a lot. And he met a lot of those guys in like a PTS group, PTSD group that he went to. <laughs> so I I never served, but I was really like his first student. And as he grew, and he had those guys coming. Sometimes those guys would come in and they needed a talk more than they even needed the jujitsu. Jujitsu was important yeah. too, but the I mean, literally, like I could smell stuff, alcohol. Yeah. Like these guys would show up sometimes, and I would. They weren't bad guys. They were just having problems, and they came to train. Mm-hmm. They wanted to stop drinking, and like we would sit around and be stretching, and then it's like an hour and a half later, and we haven't even yeah. done any jujitsu yet. These guys telling like war stories, and a couple, you know, guys would cry and and just. Those were some of the most impactful moments of jujitsu, and we wasn't even doing jujitsu. So I can imagine for mm-hmm. a kid who's lost his way or maybe doesn't have both parents, those conversations really, really go far. Bad, yeah, bad environment. And they really, truly resonate. Like there are some kids that need that. Like they're yeah, they yeah. they need somebody to to kind of point them in the right direction. And a lot of times it's happening, it's happening in those conversations at the end of class. And, yeah. and I, it, it, dude, it's adults too. Yeah. I had an adult come up to me for after sure. class. I gave a speech on like, just doing your best. I was like, guys, I, I don't care if you win the round or not, you do your best for the day and your best every single day is different. Yeah. So don't be hard on yourself. Don't let your ego tell you that you're a piece of shit. Have fun and train your best. And this guy came up to me after class and he was crying. He was like, I want to tell you how much this means to me right now. He goes, I've been going through a really hard time and I, I didn't know where I was going to hear that message. He goes, I really want to thank you for that. So you never know. Every single person who's listening to, whether you're a kid or you're an adult, just remember when you're training, you're training X amount of days a week. Just think about the person that's sitting on the couch playing video games. Again, Dorito chips all over the shirt, never getting on the mat, not going to the gym. Think about how much better than him you're doing, right? So, you know, you don't want to compare. Like, oh, get beat up on the mat. You know, you're doing way better than the guy that's never going to step on the mat. So you have a leg up on just about everybody out there. Like sometimes I think even the adults feel like if I'm not the best in the class, we actually, I had this conversation about a female uh, who trains who hasn't been training. And a big part of it is that she's not the standout that she was when she was a lower belt. And she's getting beat up by these girls that go five days a week. And she's only there two days a week. And it's kind of like the feeling is like she's not showing up because she can't keep up with them. You should still be going. Cause you're still, you're you'll gonna be there. better. You're, you're gonna be there. better than anybody out there on the street you'll that get tries to slower. bother you. Picks it. Yeah, you'll just get there slower, man. You honestly, like, if you go once, if you go once a week, whatever. You know, if you go twice a week, yeah, whatever. Man, just go, just go, because eventually you will be able to go two, three times gonna, a week again. It's not gonna. You can't. You know, I've had a lot of good talks with a lot of good, you know, like uh, brown belts and above, and uh, and it's like 
they say that all the time. They're like, hey, man, just like sometimes. Just get I, here. I, yeah, just get here. And then I had another one. I was asking because like, um, you know, like my own personal where I'm at right now, I feel like I've plateaued and I feel like I'm like kind of scramble brained at the moment. And I've been through this before at a different level. So like I mentally know how to kind of get past that. But I still it's good to ask for advice from people. Yeah. And I've gotten the advice like, hey, man, one week, like no matter what you're doing, do what the teacher tells you. But then when it comes to live role, just do that at a like almost at a drilling speed. Like if you fail, you fail, but just like really just like focus on the mechanic of that. And then like week two, do this. Week three, do this. Week four, you go ahead and like when you guys do your sparring session and then see what like how you progress. Like like really just focus. On Charlie, stuff I'm sure like that. You, I'm sure you have people come to you like that. What do you, what what's the conversation like with somebody who says, you know, I feel like I'm I'm not getting any better. I feel like I've plateaued, you know, a, a child or an adult or, you know, how do you handle that? I want to say before uh, I answer that question that when I give a speech or I give like a talk after class, I let people know, like, I'm not perfect. I've made plenty of mistakes just because I have a black belt doesn't mean I know everything. I'm just speaking from my experience as a human being. And when I can tell my students that, like, I'm talking to you as a human being and not as this guy standing on a soapbox and being like, I'm a black belt. I know everything, which I don't I don't know everything. I'm just a normal guy like everybody else. I just happen to have a school. And I'm giving you my life experience on things that I've, you know, went through is that if people come up to me and they, they've been having a hard time, I, I just kind of like I ask, a, I ask more questions than give more advice. So I'm like, well, what's hard about it? And usually I find out through more than one question, sometimes it's deeper than just what's going on at jujitsu. Yeah. Yeah. Nine times out of 10, that's usually what's going on. So if I are like, yeah. I've been really sucking lately and I'm not doing well. And I'm like, yeah, like, so tell me some more about that. And they're like, you know, I just, I can't hit anything. And I, I feel like I'm not doing good. And maybe I need to do this. Maybe I need to do that. I said, maybe you do. I, I don't know. Like how many days a week you come in? And they're like two or three. And I'm like, okay, well, like, what are you doing outside the gym? They're like, I'm just going to work. And then I come here. I'm like, okay. And I was like, wait, you don't, you know, you're like a hermit. You're not like leave your house. Do you go anywhere? Do you do anything? And sometimes I'll dig a little bit deeper and I'll find out like this guy or girl doesn't even like have a life outside of jujitsu in their house. Like maybe they need a social life. Maybe they're not doing well because they're so worried about performing well at their job and jujitsu that they forget how to be a real person. And that, you know, it's not speaking to another part of their body where like if they had some fun doing something else, it might relax them a little bit and be able to open their mind a little bit more to relax at jujitsu and do even better. And that's kind of like my on jujitsu answer. Like I think, I think that answers to questions are not just jujitsu. So I dig a little bit deeper and just kind of figure out, all right, what is it? You is mean jujitsu doesn't fix everything? I thought jujitsu fix everything. <laughs> I mean, for, that's what Miguel tells me. Miguel, Miguel tells me. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? The guy went to jujitsu and asked these questions. And instead of preaching, he's troubleshooting, you know, so technically jujitsu is a facto. Jujitsu still helps. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) But that's good. Uh, You're not preaching. You're, you're, you're trouble, Uh, you're troubleshooting at that point. I'm going to let, I'm going to let Miguel do the honors and actually the very last question. Oh yeah. This one's super important. Do you, or do you not wash your jujitsu belt? Uh, I do, but just not very often. All right. Did you always wash it? Yes. From. And now because I have a school, I just leave the black belt there. And then once in a while, I'll bring it home and wash it. Do you teach your, your students like wash your gi and your belt? 
Yeah, hygiene, bro. Yeah. Were you ever part of that world where they said, no, 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 I don't wash my belt. It's, you know, not that the power's in the belt. I guess it kind of said that, but that's one. No, you don't wash your belt. You don't know. You let, you have the blood of, of your opponents in that, in that, in that belt. No, never part of that. Good. I did. So, so Rick and Phil grew up with the Gracie's. They live with Helsin Gracie. They lived in California at the Gracie Academy. They've, they've lived in Brazil with all the different Gracie's. Shanji, all these guys, all the OGs of jiu-jitsu, they grew up in that era. And all of the stuff that we do now in jiu-jitsu, I've never heard of it or was brought up in it. We don't say os. Nobody gets smacked in the back with belts when we get promoted. People wash their belts. Um, what's other like things that like Man, I hear? I did, I'm just all, like, I I did never... all of those things this week. <laughs> oh, all the, the stripes? My the buddy stripes got promoted. <laughs> <laughs> like you need certain stripes on your belt in order to get your next belt. Like you have to, like I do. There were no stripes. You didn't part. do stripes. They didn't do stripes. I did stripes, That's but it was like oh. random, and okay. I would go from belt to belt. I could have like two stripes, and then I'd wait like four years, and then I'd get the next belt, and I hey, wouldn't get the stripes. So I have a conspiracy theory. Do yeah. you, Do you think that coaches give out stripes when when whole class morale is down, so they use it with a sporadic stripe? To like maybe bring up the morale of like maybe certain individuals in the class. I hope they're not doing that, but I think it, I guess it could happen. <laughs> yeah, and I'll tell you, I'll, yes, but I think there's a good reason for it. Yeah, because some people may need that morale in order to keep going validation themselves because they're ready to quit on themselves, and that they'll be able to grow into that stripe. Sympathy yeah. stripe. I'm I'm a fan of stripes. I think that every school should be doing it. Uh, I, you know, if you're in a nogi place and there's, you know, you're, you get, you're getting your belt handed to you because yeah. it's a nogi situation. I know, I understand that's a little different. I don't think I've ever seen like a nogi gym. I've never seen a video of a nogi gym doing a promotion where they're putting. Like, what are you talking about? Like, like Henzo's, not stripes. Oh, not, not, stripes. not stripes. No, they just give them a belt. Yeah, they just give yeah. them a belt, but like, there's never stripes, right? Slimy, so, slimy, slimy. So I, I, I'm a fan of it. I think for adults and kids, I know it's motivated me. It's motivated me, and it's also a little bit of a reminder of like, yeah. hey, keep on working hard because you're going to get one more, and keep on working hard because then you know the, this belt is after that. And it, it, it's not about the belt, but it's about feeling progression and feeling. Look, you know, nine years into something, I, I think yeah. it's obvious I'm dedicated to it, but it's nice to get that little bit of recognition. Validation is yeah, nice. Validation is you know, nice. Little bit, little bit validation. Yeah, validation, yeah. recognition, and yeah. But what you if know, you get a sympathy stripe? I don't. I well. I mean, I, I, we're a little bit more like scheduled. Of like, yeah. hey, there's going to be promotions around yeah, this time, yeah, and if, like if you're due, you're due. So it's kind of like you know, there's never like. I'm just saying, know, there's so many people. April, there's a you know, like a like an odd time. It's just like yeah. what a promotion. I just, I just feel like yeah. I have a broader sense of jujitsu, like because it's like, yo, there's crap jujitsu out there, you of know, course. and I there's mean, people. There's there's like bad. There's really good instructors. There's people who shouldn't ever be instructors. There's <laughs> There's just, it's so big. It's so big. Like, there's not even America. There's other countries that have jujitsu and they're teaching it, you know, in different yeah, languages. Guys and it's just like, so I just like really like to gander on the psychology of, uh, since we started this I'm show, sure the psychology of the gym owner. Yeah. Like, to me, some of the most fun conversations like this is I like the insight. Of oh, of course. Questions. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like, I think to, if you're just like a, if you're a club, if you're a club black belt, like, I think that's cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably going to be a club black belt for sure if I get yeah. there, you know, if I don't die. And <laughs> and 
<laughs> but, Come on, man. Think positive here. I, I said if I don't die, that means I'm not going to quit. <laughs> and you know they they know I'm not a quitter, and they'll give it to me uh, post-mortem. I guarantee it. With three stripes. And, and here we give him his black belt yeah. in his coffin. With three, right. He said with three stripes. Three stri- <laughs> third, degree, third degree black belt when he died. That's Ooh. right. And... Uh, but anywho, it's the psychology of a gym owner to me it, yeah. is super it's interesting. Because it's I've, still a business. It's still a business. So I just think like, oh, do you use maybe stripes as a psychological ploy to get this person? Like they deserve I know, it. Obviously. I know my school it doesn't do it because my professor does not give adult stripes. Yeah. We had a professor, a coach come in for a while. Yeah. And he gave stripes. So we had stripes. So I don't even know that I'll get like now that that coach is not there yeah. anymore. So I don't know that. Can you carry that? What's that? Like, can you carry it? Like, if I leave a gym as a one stripe, whatever belt, do I go to the other gym as a yeah, one stripe? Yeah, I showed. Whatever? I went to. I went yeah. to, to 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 my school with. Yeah, yes. I had just gotten yeah. promoted, and then his the gym closed. We knew it was closing. Yeah, he gave me a stripe, and then I started going to the new school where I met you. I yeah. want to tell you something, because this has been brought up to me a bunch of times. Should you, if you get belted somewhere else, be able to carry that over to the next place? I, uh, yeah, I just think yes. I want to explain why and I've seen instructors do it why they would not honor that even if it was from a very legit lineage and here's the reason listeners pay attention to this because this is deep psychology okay this is true the army does something where they beat down they call it beat you down to build you up and you have more respect and more admiration for what you've done in that time with the beat you down, build you up. When you go to a different school and you hold the rank and you go for another school and they don't let you hold that rank and they demote you, it's to beat you down and build you up so you feel more valued at that new school. So it's psychological, that's why they do it. Even if it's the same association, you're belted under the same professor under that same tree, they will do it for psychological reasons because they know that you will stay there longer with that mentality. I wish For me, I always honor where it was from before. So if somebody's doing this, they do it like they do it because it empowers them. And then they make you feel like you're really not worthy, but they yeah. kind of know you are because it was from the same tree. And then they'll act like they helped you get back to there okay. under a new way. I'll take it. I'll take it. I think that's shitty. I think that's pretty shitty. I I'll wouldn't go to a gym that, that did that. I'll get kicked I would totally respect shitty. them saying, listen, you're, government I, 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 say, I say this a lot, and I don't think a lot of, uh, 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 some people disagree with me, and I think some people will. Can't make everybody happy, man. Yeah, so I say, I say, I'm a three-stripe brown belt in yeah. my school. Mm-hmm. If I go to another gym whose curriculum is different, who's, you know, my coach teaches a lot of Z-Guard, a lot of um, lockdown, you know, a lot from the bottom. Mm-hmm. All of our school, all of our students win, pull guard, on bar, pull guard, on bar, pull Dude. guard. All the kids, like, it, yeah. they're they're a, a carbon Robots. copy of our coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're good. And they're really good. And they have a good game. But it's, like, always the same. So... I know that I'm a brown belt in my coach's jujitsu. I feel mm-hmm. comfortable saying that. I know that if I go to a 10th planet, I'm not a freaking brown belt in 10th planet jujitsu. I would absolutely, I don't know if Rogan did it. Like Rogan, I think he has went, two belts. And he he has went two belts. yeah, he went into 10th planet and did, he started as a white belt. 
I, I, I don't know the exact dynamics of how it happened, but I know that he wound up getting he's his second John, brown belt. He's got yeah. a John Machado. So I, like, in that case, I would love to do that. I would love to start over like as a 10th you know, point. But if I went to just another school that was kind of like mine, yeah. that and they were like, yeah, it. you probably give some of those stripes back or we're going to put you a purple. We'll give you basically you're like a force a four stripe purple. I'd be like, go fuck yourself. I mean, it's hold me back a little <laughs> yeah. bit longer. Yeah. No, but I would be like, I'm fine with you holding me back, I but was, don't try to emasculate me yeah. by taking my belt to build me up. Like what you said, I get it. And I think that's, I think that that's why they do it. It's a, it's a power thing. It's like, let's see yeah. if he's really going to put up with this. And you know, some guys might be like, yeah, it's not about the fucking belt. Doesn't, are, you, you're not taking like, away any of my jujitsu by taking away the belt. It more. Yeah. They know you'll value it more if they do, do yeah. that. Yeah, to make dojo at that point I, to me. You know, to the to that point again at, on a, on a, at a lower level. When I got my second stripe, I went. My gym was closing. He did a final promotion. I had already gone to fight sports, where I where I started training, where I met Miguel. I went there and I had one. I went to like one class before the holidays, and then they closed for like a couple of weeks for Christmas, and I didn't go back. I visited. I had the one stripe, and I said, "I'm going to come here. My gym is closing." Before he closed, he gave everybody a stripe. I had so I went back to Felipe's to, to fight sports after the holidays, and now I had two stripes. And I said to him, I was like, "Listen, is it okay? He just gave me another stripe." As a, he's just like, "Yeah, I don't care." Yeah. And I never got an I never got a stripe from him, and I got my purple belt. <laughs> and he never gave me another stripe. Like he didn't care about the stripes. He could give two shits. Sure. My jujitsu was the same, sure. no matter what the belt was. I get I get what you're saying. And I guess maybe there's a place for it. I would think more of like on a competitive level, you know, okay, a cocky guy comes in and you're like, it's kind of like the takeaway clothes. Like, well, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to train here. And then they're like, no, I want this. I want to train with you. You I guess you got to start all over. I I feel, I feel what you say. And I'm glad that you say, Charlie, that you don't do it, but I feel like that's a little culty. Like, no, 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 no. We must build, break you down to build you. I would I, I just wouldn't be in a place like that. They're gonna but do I that do, to the wrong guy. I, though. I would absolutely respect because we talked before about there like there's different levels and different types of jujitsu. I would love to be able to do this all over again, get my yeah. black belt, still train where I'm training, but then go to tenth planet, go to a tenth planet location they, and go, I'm a white belt, teach me what you know because my shit is not anywhere close to you what you that. guys do. Yeah. I agree with you on that. If you did if you were switching like completely from gi to no gi or you were going from like one big professor like to one system to another system. Of course, you know? I think that you could you could argue that. I think you could even argue it. Where is it competitive or not competitive? But if if you're just a regular practitioner and you're going to another re- regular practitioner place, no way. Yeah, I think it's I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. So where I, I see like it happen play at my more, age, I don't I don't like the power play. I see it happen with kids. They do it with children. It's like. If your kid was a, a, a gray and, and black, and it's not competitive, and your kid was a white gray belt at one school, and then they went to the next school, and they were like, "No, like your kid's not a gray." Like, dude, you're, the kid's seven years old. It's gonna like, mess him up, you, dude. That messes kids up. I you want to take their belt, like you don't do that. So I've seen a lot of places do that to kids. It's it's wrong, right? Like it, the yeah. kids confused. Yeah, and, I don't. I don't. He's like, wait, I thought I earned this, you know. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a, a, a totally okay with, okay, hold me, don't give me the next promotion for until you believe that I have learned your jujitsu and you you believe that my skill level is up to that level. But 
I, I just couldn't like demoting somebody is I, I again I think it's a power play and I'm not into power plays. It's just like I thought yeah. that you know politics. What happened to yeah. you just you know politics? You just for everybody except yeah. if your belt is from the you know come on you know like I think it's yeah. too much. I think that's overkill. But hey, guys, look, Charlie, we're gonna leave it there. Like I said, hang out for a second. We're gonna do some pictures. Thank yes, you so much for doing this. I appreciate Thank it. You. We'll put this out in about a week. We'll, we normally uh, we'll probably launch uh, in uh, about within ten days. So we have like one that's in the can that we're going to launch this week, and then uh, this will come out uh, soon after that. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, I love your take on jujitsu. It's uh, we love. I, I think we like here. You talked about coaches before. We like yeah. hearing like the different ways that people do things. Everybody has their way. No way is wrong. I think they're no, all right. No, 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 no. There's no way that's right, but there's definitely a wrong. I th- what's that? Well, I kind of said, yeah, they're all right. There's a whole they're bunch of ways right. to do there's this. A bu- there's definitely a wrong. All right, we're going to wind You're up here. You're out there snatching kids' hour. belts. Thank you, Charlie. We appreciate you, Thank you, you so man. much. Thank Thanks you so for much. Doing Thanks, guys. Thank you to Neutral Zone CBD, a combat family-owned company that supports athletes and the people who love them. Neutral Zone strives to deliver clean CBD products for sports recovery in gummies, lotions, balms, roll-ons, and more. After a competition, a hard rolling session, or a tough day on the job, Neutral Zone has a product designed to help you reduce inflammation, increase cell rejuvenation, and may even help with aging joints. Visit NeutralZoneCBD.com and get 25% off your order with code JJD. And follow them on Instagram, too, at My Neutral Zone. Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box has now joined the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. The BJJ box is delivered to your door filled with premium jiu-jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. The crew at the BJJ box find the best in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee every box to be worth more than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items you're going to love. Visit thebjjbox.com and use code JJD10 to get $10 off your very first box. And give them a follow on Instagram at TheBJJBox. Special thank you to the crew over at Flow and Roll for all their support. Flow and Roll is renowned for their incredible Nogi rash guards, shorts, and leggings. Flow and Roll has quickly become the premier custom apparel provider for academies big and small throughout the United States. Reach out today to discuss your custom order and ask about their incredible pre-order program. You can send an email to flowenroll at gmail.com or visit their Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll and shoot them a direct message. And yes, they can create an awesome custom gi for your academy as well. Visit flowenroll.com to check out their awesome designs and while you're there, pick up a Jiu-Jitsu Dummy signature tee exclusively at flowenroll.com. And remember, you'll get 20% off your purchase of t-shirts, rash guards, or gis with code JJD. All right, very cool. What do you think? That was awesome. Yeah. I already okay. sent them the song. You sent them, <laughs> you sent them that Brazilian song? <laughs> I did. Yeah, Funk, Funk de Acai. What is it called again? Funk de Acai. Funk de Acai. You got to send it it's, to me, too. I got to hear it. I, gotta, I, I, I want to know the joke, I got to I gotta give it up to, I, I got introduced to it by, you remember Jonathan? Jonathan Roca? And yeah, then yeah. German, Herman, his brother. Yeah, wh- so wh- we were, what happened to Jonathan? Where is he? Is he training? I don't think so. He, no. I think well, he started up a business and I think it's doing very well. He do and like he's focusing boats? on Does yeah, like everything he with boats. Like yeah, boats. yeah, it's veteran-owned business. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's been growing it pretty big. He actually just did a Midnight Express boat not too long ago, which is like if you know if you know like center consoles, that's that's nice center console yeah. type boat. It's got okay. But he's doing a well. I check I checked up with both of them not too long ago. But he's the one that sent it to. You? So we were we were going to Pans 
is when we went to Pans. Okay. You know, and uh, it was like Flo and then his, Orlando and then both of us, we were up there. His brother comes in once in a while still. Like yeah, on but my yeah, breaks. He, he lives in Alabama. I, I think, think when yeah. he com- he comes down when he yeah. when there's like holidays, right? He, now it's more like I, th- I think he's out of college now. Okay. So, but it, all right. Yeah. He he was belt. he came there, he was there for over Christmas break. Yeah. And, but anywho, it's, yeah, his family lives down here. Yeah, I think he comes yeah. down for that. And um, but yeah, so that was a song that we just kept playing over and over, and it's just like it's catchy, man. It's like a catchy. Fun but it's song. dirty. It is, yeah. But they use innocent words. But if you know like Portuguese, yeah. Like, not saying I'm an expert or anything, but I know the bad words, you know. All right. So thank you again, Charlie, for for joining us. Uh, check us out at Jujitsu Dummies on Instagram for all the ways to watch, listen, and support. That's right. My G is Uncle Milty BJJ. JJD underscore DJJ69. Toothless Wonder, I mean Bo. B A D W E R K S. Bad word. Wait, you got the. Uh, we got. We, we, we're waiting. The the yeah, the audience wants know. to see you with your new toothless. My de- the dentist fucked me, man. I it's, Whoa. it's been a week and a Usually half. You got to pay extra for that. Usually, but no, I got bent over and no. Uh, yeah. No, they're very cool. They're actually really nice, but uh, I think the final dentures take longer to make to fabricate. Yeah. yeah. So and it might be shipped with others. I'm excited to see you with your teeth, brother. So, I, I know we'll it's a long time I had, coming. I told you I had a dream that I had my dentures. That's right. Yeah. And I showed some chick in the dream my dentures. I like, flipped them out of my mouth, and, and then I woke up. I was like, I told, oh, this my really mission. Bad. My mission while you have the dentures before you get the implants is to <laughs> get you to, to get you out. to spit them out. But we need to get they it will. either on camera, on film. I used to. On, at, we need a picture. Yeah. Yep. We get, we've got to, we've got to capture them all. I'll just record the whole, every podcast. You're going to publicly right. embarrass me, I know. No. All right, guys. It's, listen, thank you, guys. Appreciate you, you guys. Uh, thank you for watching and listening, everybody. Peace, love, jujitsu. It's funny that he said, like, they never said oos back in the day. I say it sarcastically. Yeah, I still say, like, when the coach says something, I'm like, oos. I say it sarcastically. Some people, like, he has the kids say, yes, sir. Yeah. I go, oos. I'll, I'll like shake somebody's hand like at the end of class and I'll go, us intensifies. That's staying. <laughs> That's staying in. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's-